right, welcome to the only podcast that talks about anime. We're here to talk about Alita Battle Angel Hell today yeah. on episode 130 <laughs> of the Fake Nerd Podcast. The only one that matters. The only one that matters. Do you know how rare it is that we talk about anime? It's becoming more frequent, my friend. Good. I yeah. know, because of my obsession with Dragon Ball. Good. Broly special. We opened a gate. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> really did. <laughs> the floodgates are open, gentlemen. I'm glad. Uh, I am Sparks Witty. I am joined with uh Are you Brandon still Witty? McClure. I thought you dropped the Witty. Man, you know... Who was Wicked Witty? Hey, yeah, what happened? You know, you know uh, are you my pronouns are my pronouns. You know what? You're right. It's 2019. You be you do you, boo. I'm, I'm joined by Brandon T. McClure. Hi. And Ben Magnet. Hello. And Ryan Eliopoulos. Did, did you, hold me. on. Did you just call me the Magnet? No, I said Ben Magnet. Oh, I, I heard you say the Magnet. Would I think you like to be the Magnet? I'm, you want to be the Magnet. I'm fine either way. I'm not. I'm going to veto that. We are not going to open that door. All right, let's take a vote, uh, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> all for calling Ben the Magnet. You're still Ben Magneto in my phone. So How about we call him Ben the Magnet? Uh, no, no. What about BM? Can we call him BM? That's my initials. <laughs> oh, damn it! No, your initials are BTM. Fair. Ben the Magnet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys are the same person. <laughs> this whole time, you guys, you were ruining the uh, the oh, illusion man, of of. I am actually both a very ben fantastic and voice actor. Oh, wait, which wait, one what? of them got norted? What? No, no. Do not open that can of worms. I ben, didn't say anything. Ben's been norted. Oh, ben <laughs> is Ben the the no. Buddy? <laughs> my heart belongs to me. It's all your friends are not your power. What? Gorge. <laughs> I'm so confused. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is still happening Rock in the background of our lives. <laughs> Got it. It's still Got going it. on. Got it. You guys do want to do a review special of Kingdom Hearts 3? Yes. I don't have to be on it. We're, we'll, we're discussing how we might do something eventually. Okay, cool. cool the cool. answer is yes. We still got to do a Spider-Man. As I'm twitching. I know that's that's yeah. uh, on the table still. The ben has to finish Kingdom Hearts 3 so that he can finally finish Spider-Man. No, no. You, know you, you have like an hour <laughs> left in Spider-Man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I seriously will probably just, after we're done today. That's what we said last week. <laughs> Shit. You say he this every it. week. Yeah, after we're done today, oh. Ben, we're going to hang out here in my and, defense, and play games or watch a movie. In my defense. <laughs> and then you're going to go home and play Kingdom Hearts. No, no. In my defense, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts at all this week. At all. That's a struggle. I'm I sorry. haven't touched it the whole week. What's a little bit for like two hours yesterday? Yeah, that's what I thought. You I was just lied. The whole week. I can't trust you the anymore. Whole, Monday through Friday, <laughs> you I have haven't broken touched. our trust. Yeah. Monday through Friday, I haven't touched it. I, I have. I wasn't able to touch it because I, I had to come here so we could watch the Marvel films, so we could do our Marvel specials, mm. and also I had to go to sleep Coming because I was yeah. coming home at three thirty in the goddamn morning, and I was fucking tired. Sorry, I no, was tired. I'm not gonna uh, edit it out. There it is. Good. Hey, so we get one just like Alita. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Hey, if you have one. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that was, yeah. Hey, man, uh, uh, how was your week, Brandon? No, I go last. Why do no, you go last? You go first. You, go, no, you go now. That's how it goes. I got things I want to say, so you I go, go last. You go now. No, you go. <sighs> you go now. Yeah, you go Dude, now. Fine. You are not special. Jesus. But I have announcements. You are not the special. I have announcements. <sighs> Can you talk about your week without talking about announcements? I guess so. Then do that. Fine. <laughs> talk about the announcements later. Um, I saw, uh, I saw, so I did, you know, watch three movies, one being Alita, which we're doing. I saw, uh, Cold Pursuit and that was fun. It has it's a, pr- uh, it has like 70 someone on tomatoes. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's new movie. It. And it's, it's solid. Like yeah. it, it's, it's a little long, but it's really funny. Um, Is it a dark comedy? It's a dark comedy. Okay. I want to see it real bad. Um, I'll go see that. And it's, okay. it's really clever and interesting. Uh, Laura Dern is in it and then she disappears. <gasps> Sweet. <laughs> Laura Dern's in Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. sort of, she yeah. Is. I, lo- I love Laura Dern. Way yes. more than I thought she'd be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do think the movie kind of underserves her, I'll be honest. Okay. Um, but I think the movie's solid. Like, if you like Liam Neeson action films, this is probably one of the better ones. Awesome. Um, I would not, not quite taken, but not quite taken too. You weren't taken with it? 
The other movie I saw was <laughs> Isn't It Romantic? Isn't It Romantic? <laughs> I really wanted to go see that with I, Megan. But I didn't we could hear not anything about this movie, and then it's just oh, it's out. Surprisingly good. Yeah, I thought this was actually this really funny. This is Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson yeah. okay. in a starring vehicle, and so she has to like vroom, vroom, vroom. she actually has to perform. You know, acting. Yeah, she actually has to act and and not be the the the, the like the pitch perfect. Oof. Like he's psychic. calling you out, Rebel. <laughs> well, it, she does it well. She's good in this. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. I think the movie's charming and and sweet. And I'll tell you what, I'm laughs. a lot happier to watch this movie with her in it than um, oh, what's the name of the comedian that that I'm not Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yes, Amy Schumer. Yeah. If this were an Amy also, Schumer vehicle, I'd be like, hell no. Speaking of Rebel Wilson, though, the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, The Hustle, with all the trailer, and uh, Rebel Wilson looks pretty good. Yeah. Looks okay. Cool. And Hathaway's accent is like super posh. I love it. Oh my gosh. I yes. love it. Yes. Um, let's see. I started Dragon Ball Super. Yes, I'm so did. happy this is happening. I'm only up to Battle of the Gods. So that's fine. Like I really didn't expect you to start like this soon. And I I'm, really. I I'm needed, s- it feels it's good. I needed right? my Dragon Ball kick. It feels good to be back. I was I'm hoping ha- this is what would happen after Broly. I'm so happy. Funimation uh, allowed me to watch the first two episodes, and then I just went into Battle of the, mm-hmm. ba- Battle of the Gods, which flowed really well, really yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and I was I, t- I texted you, Sparks, after I was like, "How did they? St- how did they do ten episodes of this? Some stretch it." Um, so I, the, the, there are no secrets about the fact that the first two arcs of Dragon Ball Super's anime series are just them being like, oh, we need to repeat the movies while we wait for Toriyama to write scripts, but we need the series out now, yeah. now, now, now. <laughs> so the next one, uh, I'm going to watch, what is it, 15th or 18, and then Resurrection F? Something like that. And then I'll, then I'll be on I don't on remember if it's at the beginning, but did you get to the stuff where Vegeta like takes chunks to yes, like... Yes, that's episode two, I okay, think. Okay, yeah. Yes. He takes him to like the amusement park, so he has his arms crossed on a roller coaster yes. and like... <laughs> In like the teacup rides, and it's this just, is Vegeta. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. In, in, it's my favorite. In Dragon Ball Z, uh-huh. uh huh. There was this part where Vegeta was training with Super Saiyan Trunks, like Kid Trunks, and right. he's like, "If you land one hit on me, I'll take you to an amusement park." And this is in Super him making good on that promise because all the Majin Buu stuff happens. So but he never Vegeta had the is like not having a good time about it. <laughs> like he's literally <laughs> on a roller coaster, just like I don't want to be here. Yeah, like, yeah. He's just arms crossed. Like I oh, would. God. It's so good. I would pay money to watch it, a movie of Vegeta. You don't have Dis- to pay money, man. No, you can just watch no, Super. No, just watch this episode. Like Vegeta as somewhere like Disneyland like that, that's just perfect. Or uh, in the first episode's really good, where basically the end, they're rich. Yeah, yes. Hercule gives Hercule him like a gives million him bucks, a million or dollars, or something yeah. like that. Like, hey, you saved the world because, thanks. because uh, Goku wants Goku has to have a job because uh-huh. there's nothing to do. That yeah, she's like, Goku get a job. So mm-hmm. Goku has a job, and he's like, all I want to do is train. All I want to do is train and be a better fighter. And uh, so at the end of the episode, Hercule comes in and goes, look. They all think I saved the world, but I know it was you. So I'm giving you my prize money. It's a hundred million zenny. Yeah. And he's like, "How much is a hundred million zenny?" It's like, "Oh, it's like a thousand times more than a hundred zenny." Or a thousand zenny. He's like, "Oh my god, that's so, so much." He, so he takes it to Chi-Chi, and Chi-Chi's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, we can take Goten to any school we want." And blah blah blah. Uh, by the way, I forgot Goten was a character for a minute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until that started, I was like, "Oh yeah." And then uh, he goes. Uh, and then he goes, hey, so Chi-Chi, can I go train now? I was like, yeah, just come in and say hi every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super great. Yeah, once, once Chi-Chi got that money, she's like, Goku, honey, you can do what you want. It's <laughs> super great. Yeah. Yeah. I Sup- really? I really, Sparks? You. It's really super great. great. It's yes. pretty great. The, uh-huh. other, no. the other piece of media on my very long and productive week that I, that I consumed, I consumed the entire, I told you guys about this before, it's a miniseries podcast called Finding Drago. Uh-huh. And uh, guys, this is a podcast you need to listen to. It's seven episodes long. It's surreal. It's really interesting. It's basically about the, uh, the trying. It's a true crime style docu- documentary podcast 
like in the, in the sense of like serial or something like that, figuring out how who wrote a book called Drago on Mountains We Stand, which is a sequel to Rocky Four that was published and had a Wikipedia page, and the art and the writer Todd Noy, supposedly an Australian Pulitzer Prize winning author, has written multiple books. They can't find him, his books, any reference that he won a Pulitzer. And it's huh? insane trying to figure out who this writer is, Todd Noy, who supposedly disappeared in 1992 and had a memorial service in 1994, presumed dead. Hmm. The first Australian to win a Pulitzer Prize was in 2004. Hmm. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really good. It's really interesting. It's super funny. So do they find him? Don't tell me I'm the answer. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. It's seven episodes long, 30 minutes each. Really okay, good. I could do that. I bl- I blew I blew through it in like two days. Yeah, I could play sure. some Hitman and do that. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, one of my one of my favorite one of the fi- my favorite things I did this week. All right. Um, the other thing is I I guess I'm I guess I have a published work. Yeah. I have an article that's out there on. Well, the yeah, internet. I read that. Don't tell me what you thought. I won't tell you on air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've reached a I've reached a a a, a, a kind of a deal, uh, where I now have a job as a writer to write articles for a site for every week. What's it called? Uh, the site is called Viking, uh, Viking Social Media. I'll link it in the description below where you can find the article. Uh, every Friday is going to be a new article written by me about nice. the entertainment industry. Hell yeah, dude. That. Yeah, so I'm a, pa- I'm a paid writer. Get it. Yeah. And uh, that's the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. That's pretty sweet, dude. Uh, it came out of a desperate moment, but it's it proved to be Look at uh, that. It worked. Really, really great. So, yeah, that was cool. Desperation. I'll, li- uh, yeah, I'll link it in the description if anyone wants to. I like how you to. keep pointing down for us. Oh, <laughs> they can't, the audience can't <laughs> see that. I'll link it right down here on our <laughs> YouTube video. <laughs> I love that. It's great. For, for anyone who cares, it'll be in the description. Yeah, yeah we're going to link it down to our table. Yeah. So you have to find our table and, and, but, and touch but the But think table. about how cool that would have been if it was YouTube material and like a link just popped up. It would be pretty cool. Like Ding. that would have been really cool. It's a shame that technology doesn't exist. I know. Yeah. Someday. Or does it? Someday. Anyway, that was, that was my week. If video cameras were a thing, it'd be great, but they're not. Video aside, aside camera? Aside from the, the things that I want to touch on uh, before we get into the news, that was basically my week. Uh, what about you guys? All right. uh, ben? <laughs> Don't say okay, work Okay, yeah, sucks. work sucks. It, it was not fun. Th- this week has not been fun. However, there were some nice moments where uh, Sparks and I would c- came over to uh, Sparks' place, and we were watching the Marvel and movies. Ryan's. And Ryan's. Ryan lives Sparks. here, too. I also live here. Yeah. They're married. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting. Shh. I'm getting I'm half sorry. half of that fifty, 50 million dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, we will not go down that rabbit hole. No, no, we won't. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. go on, Ben. No, but it, it's been very nice coming over here for the past two weeks to watch um, every Monday and Wednesday to watch Marvel films with you guys. Oh I've been, shit! Yeah. You're supposed to watch the Marvel movies. Oh man, Don't, this is awkward. This this is weird. Oops. <sighs> we'll just yeah. explain it. Plot beat by beat. I haven't seen any day. of these movies. You got to do you got to do Valentine's Day stuff with Fanny too, right? Not really. That was last oh. Saturday. I oh didn't, yeah. I didn't. The only oh that's right. The only right. Valentine's thing I got to do with Fanny was just take her out to lunch before I had to go work. And even then, I always hate doing that because I always constantly look at my watch. Mm-hmm. Even when we're at, when we're watching the Marvel films, like I try to get here before one or around one so we could um, try. Where is your watch? That's uh, the battery died last night. Got it. So we could, so because I should need to leave here around like three three fifteen so I get to work on time. Even still, I just always hate doing stuff before I have to go to work because I always keep checking my phone, checking my watch, checking to see what time it is to yeah, make sure yeah, I, I have enough mean. time. Because it has happened before where I'm like, okay, cool, I have enough time to get to work. Big accident Traffic. on the sixty. I sure. get there and I'm like a 
45 minutes late and they're like oh how come you were late I was like there's a big axe on the 60 and they're like oh well sometimes they're cool about it sometimes they're not <laughs> it's literally a, a, t- a coin toss if they're gonna your, be like, your hey, bosses are the teachers from Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah. did and you do anything entertainment wise uh, that's not Kingdom Hearts because I know you didn't or the Marvel movies no, um, that's okay. Play Disney Emoji Blitz because that's the only like game I have time to play before bed. That really, that I get one? it. Yes, yeah, the iPhone okay. one. Cool. Other than cool. that, I got nothing. I just been staring at Kingdom Hearts like I want to play. It, <laughs> yeah, I have I've been looking I at Dragon Ball Universe like that. Mm. It's like I want to. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah. play it, but I have shit to do and I need to be responsible and do my stuff. So yeah, I've been I feel doing it. my stuff. Yeah, I work like I work like uh, probably like on average twelve hours a week, twelve hours a day this week. Um I couldn't celebrate my anniversary with my girlfriend, and I could barely celebrate Valentine's Day. We went to see it as a romantic, um, but it was it was it was tough goings. Uh, my I was telling you guys before we aired, both my legs have various issues with them that's requiring me to walk interestingly. Um, but yeah, it, it, like I totally get the the whole like you're just kind of looking at something that you want to do, and you're just like I but I have to be an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I should have done more of that this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but I should have. <laughs> I, mean, I have like healthcare stuff I have to figure out, and I'm like, I just don't want to. Oh, fine. oh, <laughs> Brandon, you would like this. So last night was my girlfriend's company like holiday air quotes party. It was like their company party that they have every year. Oh, I know what you're gonna bring yeah. up. Yeah, and I was chatting with some of her um, coworkers, and one of her coworkers has a phone case with a Generation One Digivice on it. So I'm like, did, did. yeah. So I'm like, oh, dude, Digimon, that's awesome. The original Digivice. He looks at me, and he's like. You know Digimon? I'm like, yeah, that was one of my favorite things when I was growing up. And it was like, me and another dude at the table was like, yeah, I'm Pat. I'm all about that Patamon. Patamon's so kick ass. He's Leomon. Leomon's whatever, but it's all about Patamon, man. Leomon's and I'm just sitting there him. going, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, then who's your favorite? He's like, War Greymon fully. He's like, nah, yeah, War Greymon's cool, but Black War Greymon's better. And we go into I'm a. I'm with that guy. Black War Greymon's the shit. But we go into about a. 10-minute conversation about how Magna Agamon was just so OP where um, Metal Garurumon and War Greymon had to fight all the Dark Masters until they got to Piedmon, and then ultimate level Magna Agamon just comes out of nowhere and says, don't worry, my bros, I got this. Direct quote, don't worry, my bros. I got this. Kills him, and then Angel Woman is not as strong as she should be because she's an ultimate. And we were talking about well, this. Well, yeah, for no, about Godamon, Godamon's a champion, and she's yeah, she's uh, like a rookie. She has the power level of a rookie. Yeah, but we're talking about this, and my girlfriend and another guy's girlfriend and another lady were at the table sitting there like, these grown-ass men are talking about freaking Digimon. And all the places I would think a t- conversation about Digimon will pop up, that was one of the last places I would think it was going to happen. No, man, it's a new age. Black or Greymon the best he is pretty cool war grandma's awesome but black war grandma's also cool like black war grandma was, was i'm not gonna stop dwell on this but black war grandma was so cool because he was a he had an ex, he was he was like, he questioning had an his existence that the whole series yes had. and he actually redeemed himself too yeah. anyway um machine german's really cool Ryan, machine german's pretty cool he's, he's my favorite of the, the dark you, masters you know what he's metal as hell he is metal as hell and he has a cool voice yes yeah. he does um he i shows up in uh he shows up in try which I'm guessing one of the ones I didn't watch. Four. Four. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, I don't. I didn't really do that much this week. I had a, a, a busy work week as well. But I just watched a lot of stuff with you. I think. Spurs. Yeah, we watched a lot of Twin Peaks. Just a lot of Twin Peaks. A basically. lot of Twin Peaks. Yeah, that show's great. I'm glad you yeah. like it. That show is do. great. It really is. I really like it. We're almost done. Yeah. That's. I'm. I can't believe it. Yeah, I we're feel coming. Like we, we're coming. We're at the last five. We're doing like three a day almost. Like yeah. it's bananas. It's. It's been good. Uh, also, uh, my girlfriend wanted to watch Legion, so she, we, oh, yes. I rewatched the whole first season with her. 
Show's good. Uh, this past week, she really liked it. Yeah, it's really, it's really solid. And I didn't finish season two, so uh, when you guys are doing that, I'm just gonna rewatch it with you. Yeah. Other than that, I picked up the um, CW superhero shows again. I've, I haven't caught up on them until the break, and now I'm starting to catch right. up again. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I bought a video capture card for Video Wagos, and that translates to video games for us, for the American people in, in the room. Video Wagos. Video Wagos. We are all American. With no hablo español. All American video wagos. Parlez-vous <laughs> <laughs> français? Uh, so uh, uh, look, look oh, out, galley. look out for some uh, uh, a fake nerd uh, video game content coming out soon. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, High fives. That's a good tease, actually. I do have some announcements uh, for anybody who is interested. Um, I'm not. Can I leave? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. okay. Bye. See you later. Um, stop. I had I had a I had a I had a busy week, a desperate week, that led to some good things and probably one of my more productive weeks in years. Uh, months. I shouldn't say years. Months. Um, Thirty decades. I we now have a Patreon. Sweet. Um, there are four tiers on it. If you guys are interested in checking that out, I will link that in the description as well. Um, basically, just saying, you know, if you want to help out, uh, you can, and you get some cool stuff for that. One of them is merchandise. We have a uh, merchandise now. Oh. We have T-shirts, mugs stuff on Public, which I will also link below. Uh, I'm going to be honest, the t-shirts look real good. Mm. Mike Batola takes all the credit for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Cause you just took his logo and put it on a shirt. I did. <laughs> I did indeed. There's, there's five shirts. There are five shirts. There's a black and white miscellaneous, the bla- uh, white logo miscellaneous and a black t-shirt, which looks real good. Uh, there's a, a black and gray miscellaneous which is you know black miscellaneous logo with a great shirt which looks good uh the fake nerd logo is just normal fake nerd logo uh on a white shirt you could also customize the colors that you want you get a blue one i don't know why you'd want to wear a bright blue shirt but to match our logo you can if you want i would uh yeah, i would too okay sure Damn, look at that there we go we two, got got two people <laughs> i wear bright blue all the time i don't know what you're talking about all right and uh, then, if anybody wants like a not a less obnoxious looking, <laughs> <laughs> just on the on the like the the pack, the two logos that are just on the pack. So, five shirts on there right now. If you guys are interested, I'll link that in the description below. Uh, as a lot was, of links in the doing. description <laughs> below this episode. This episode is, yeah. Pointing right down here. Plenty yeah. of links. Uh, yeah. Well, what is sausage kind? What is this? Link to the past? Oh, that's good. Uh, I'm not gonna say what the Patreon tiers are right now because I'm still trying to kind of. But there is a there is a, like a general like if you want to submit like a dollar. All right. There is a tier for that. If you want to do that, there's so. a five million dollar one. You just you get We're, the own you own the podcast. We now. are fifty million dollars. <laughs> oh, it's fifty. <laughs> no, no, the fifty yeah. million one is where you have to convince one of us to marry you. Yes. Actually, I have a question that I do, and I and I, I'm probably going to leave this in. Oh Jesus! No, just leave it in. Are, 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 okay. are we um, going to open that Sunday. can of worms? No, no. How much is this podcast worth to you personally? Like, if you had to put a financial, a financial number yes. to it, only the amount of money we spent on equipment. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, are you asking how much somebody would have to pay me to stop? Yes. Oh, oh, that. <laughs> oh. Oh. Like, like if someone were to come to you and say, "I want to buy this show." Yeah. How much? <clears throat> Man. <sighs> Ooh, well. So, how much do I make in a year? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand. Is that is that per person or divided between all of us? Per person. I'm only. I'm going to say per person. Can I start another podcast? Yes. Then yes, I'll just, I would just uh, yeah, screw this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me that money, baby. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Ben. One billion. No, I probably. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, I want to buy your, I want to buy this podcast, uh, like everything, you can't touch it, you can go do." Here's a something. blank check. Yeah. I want to buy your podcast. Yeah. What's the number? Ten mil. That's, Ten mil. Wow. That's a lot of money. I know. Wow. Well, thank also, you. Well, actually, that's quite yeah, flattering. Yeah. Well, also, a I wouldn't give this podcast up for anything. 
You can start another one. I, I can, and I, obviously I'll probably I'll definitely if if someone comes to me, it's like, can I be a I guest star on this one? I can start a new. <laughs> I can start a brand new podcast. You could even I can even bring the three of you guys on. I probably would still 100%. do it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but Brandon what would you I, call it? Like Nerdgasm or something? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sparks? Shots fired, fool. <laughs> Handbrake turn out of that. <laughs> what, what about you, you get to finish my sentence. Okay. I don't know. Like $10,000. I mean, if somebody was seriously just giving me $10,000, it's like, yeah, but stop. I'd be like, I guess. Okay. See, that $10,000 is my answer. I've, I've thought about this for a couple of weeks. I'm like, if someone, wanted, if someone came up to me and said $10,000 for your podcast, Okay. Yeah. To me, it's like $10,000 for you to shut up. And I'm like, all right. Easy. <laughs> That's fair. I'll never talk again. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, so it, I, I have to agree. So it came up to me and said, hey, here's a $10,000 check. Stop talking. Hey, white man, I don't want your opinion anymore. I guess that's I fair. agree. That's fair. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, cool. I don't have to worry about rent for cool. a while. I yeah, can play Kingdom Hearts also, for Also, I'll throw this out to the audience. Let us know how much is How much one? money would you give us a stop? Man, <laughs> I don't think I want to hear those answers. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would be like, I don't, I don't think I want to throw so that one to the audience. The one troll would be like, "You bastards owe me money no. for wasting my time." <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of money, we do have a Patreon now. Uh, just if you guys want to help out, we greatly appreciate it. Also, if anyone has any uh, fan art, I'm going to talk to actually Jen, see if she wants to. You know, we can discuss. I it. was definitely going to hit her up. Yeah, we, for we some can from the video game. We stuff. can uh, we can discuss probably putting on uh, probably putting on, uh, on merchandise and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Or should we get into the news? Um, I mean, I feel like there's something, but I can't think of it. I think it. let's just go into the news. All right, news and news and news. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, then time now for the news. Uh, first thing we get started with, uh, the offenders. I'm going to offend I'm offended. some people right now. I'm real stoked for this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Marvel Television and Hulu have announced in a series of animated Series, mm. sure, mm. mini series, right. yes, really, right. Um, Marvel Television, Jeff Loeb will be executive producing on all these. Um, the first, so it's going to comprise of four animated shows that are going to kind of interlock and then create, and then they're going to have a mini series called The Offenders, which probably riff on Netflix is The Defenders, a hundred percent. The first thing is the first show that's going to come out is Howard the Duck. Well, actually, there's no release date, so don't take that. But anyway, one of the shows coming out is Howard the Duck. Uh, these are all animated. Uh, f- written by Kevin Smith and Dave Willis. It's going to follow the titular anthrop- anthropomorphic, ill-tempered fowl who is trapped in a world he never made and hopes to return home with the help of his, quote, unstoppable gal pal, end quote. Beverly, before Dr. Bong can turn his... Yep. <laughs> can turn in the crispiest dish on the menu. Yep, yep. Uh, Dr. Bong. Yeah, these are going to be adult-themed animated uh, shows on Hulu. I am so down for this. MODOK is the the other show. MODOK, M-O-D-O-K. What does it stand for? Machine Organism Designed Only for Killing. There you go. Damn right. Uh, Written by Jordan Blum and Patton Oswalt. This is great. Uh, Centers around, around, quote, an egomaniacal supervillain with a really big head and a really little body, end quote. (laughs) Who attempts to maintain control of his well-organized of his nope of his evil organization and family? Aim. You know, playing Modok in Marvel vs. Capcom Three is actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah Modok is. I'm sure you guys have seen him. He's the giant. Head. He's the giant face. Yeah. And he's actually Donald Trump in F65. Fun fact. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Is this before the election? It was after. Oh wow! Oh, nice. Good job, no. guys. Yeah. 
Um, Hit Monkey. Hell yeah. Written by Josh Gordon and Will Speck. This is great. I love this. Yeah. Follows a wronged Japanese snow monkey who is mentored by the ghost of an American assassin. Yep. He fights his way through the Tokyo underworld in what's described as a dark, cinematic, and brutally funny revenge saga. Hit Monkey's really cool. Rad. Yeah, yeah. He's generally a Deadpool character, isn't he? Yeah. He's with he was on that uh, uh, Mercs with the, the, the team Mercs book. Yeah. Deadpool team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tigra and Dazzler show. Sorry. This quote, the, the Tigra and Dazzler show. This is show. so weird. It's great. Uh, written by Erica Riv... Who's writing Hit Monkey? Oh, Josh Gordon. I already said that. Okay. Had a brain fart for a mm-hmm. minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erica Rivenoja. Nope. Sure. And nice Chelsea one. Handler. Chelsea Handler. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler. Wow. Uh, about two, quote, woke, end quote, superheroes <laughs> and best friends who fight to be recognized among other powered people in Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait, it's a Dazzler? Dazzler? Dazzler and... Tigra. Uh, Tigra and Dazzler show. Wow. I wonder if it's going to be uh, like the pop star Dazzler or it's going to be like the, the Bendis, like goth one where like she got a remodel. I bet we're doing pop star. Probably. Yeah. Now, this That's looks, interesting. I'm really looking forward to these. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. look a lot of fun. This obviously comes in, on the heels of, you know, the, the Fox Disney deal is happening. Uh-huh. Uh, Disney is going to, I wrote about it in the article, um, <laughs> Disney is going to have 60% stock in Hulu, which means they will, they will be able to cater more towards a Hulu audience. Uh, and and they're willing to do adult-oriented content here. Yes, they are, uh, which is the other thing I was about to say. Um, so, yeah, really exciting. I'm excited for this. Yes. This, this is, this is, this really is cool. all around awesome. I can't wait to see what the animation style looks like. I hope Seth Green is still I wonder what this up. means for the future of Marvel projects over on Hulu. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. this is going to be Seth Green because no? I, I think yeah, it's not MCU. Oh, I didn't. I for some reason I don't know why I just assumed it's like animated MCU. No. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I don't think I, I think Feige is already kind of cagey if the live action stuff is MCU. Yeah. I don't. I think he's not quite ready to have it animated. Yeah. Yeah. Although nothing's been said one way or another yet, so who knows? Yeah. That is true. Uh, but it is Jeff. Lowe but I would produced. speculate it's separate. Yeah. Um, the other TV show news we have over on Marvel is that Loki, the TV series that is possibly happening on Disney Plus, uh, I'm highly totally excited for this. Has a showrunner. Uh, Michael Waldron. Yeah. Um, this is the second showrunner because they got one. They got one for uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. That's how, that, that has sounds a familiar. Yeah, that has a showrunner now, and then this has mm-hmm. a showrunner. So I think the only one that doesn't is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Although I yeah. seem to recall that it may have someone writing that show. I think. I think it's so. been a while since we've heard yeah. that. Heard about that uh, show yeah. anyway. Um, did uh, what did this guy do? Does it was it the Magicians? Right. Uh, he, I think? This guy um, was a st- was a writer on Rick and Morty season four. Oh, Rick and Morty. That's right. All right. Yeah. Um, Hell this, yeah. This series is supposedly now the the rumor is less so that the show is happening and more so what it's about. Mm-hmm. So what we're hearing right now is that the show is, well, the series will reportedly focus on the titular trickster god as the, as he shows up at various points in humanity's history, possibly influencing certain events during his visits to Midgard. I like that idea. That's that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to see that if that's what they go with, and probably would al- would allow them to have uh, Tom Hiddleston as a narrator, mm-hmm. and then have someone else play. It's a little weird, but I'm interested. Yeah, I d- I just don't get the impression, considering that we watched Thor recently. I just don't get the impression that Loki gave a crap about Midgard. Yeah, right. May it could be um, maybe it's like him messing with history, like in his favor. Like in some weird way, even though like he doesn't care about Midgard, you're right though. I don't know. Although the, the I mean, it, I, it's whatever. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, uh, it, it. I never got the impression he cared about Midgard prior to the events of Thor. Yeah, there are references in Thor that uh, that say that they have been to Earth. Before. Yeah, there are references that say that like Thor and Odin of them have gone. It doesn't sound like Loki gives a crap one way or another. I'm right. sure he has 
Like, they're aware of Loki's existence. It still exists in Norse myth. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't seem like he cares one way or another about it. Right. I'm just interested. But who knows? Ben, yeah. what do you think? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean this, show look, may, this show might not be about this. Yeah, it's we just weird because it's about a character who's no longer alive. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I get that the popularity for Loki, like, ever since Thor came out and then the Avengers came out, Loki's popularity spiked up. 100%. Just j- skyrocketed. Like, I would be seeing people cosplay as Loki freaking everywhere. So, I mean, cool. There are more stuff. I mean, if Tom Hilston is going to be in it, that's good. That's like, I'll watch Tom Hilston. I think he's great as Loki, but if he's just going to be the narrator and it's some other guy, then I, I have s- to see the other guy. I still hope they do like the Young Avengers thing where it's like, it's like the teen Loki and like old did you Loki see, is. Actually on that, did you see what they were trying, what they were saying? Uh, if they ever did like a young Loki, Bex Taylor Claus should play, should play him. That's not bad. That's not a, bad that's, at all. That's, uh, yeah. Who's that, that fits. Sin from Arrow. Okay. Oh no! She, uh, uh, um, she, isn't she from oh, Voltron? She's in Hellfest. Hellfest. She's the she's the one of the guillotine. Oh okay. She's the, she's from yes. Voltron. Yes, I'm with you now. She's yeah, yeah. Uh, Pidge. She they was in uh, she was in MTV's yes. Scream series as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's actually really a trans actor. Yeah. And that you makes know, sense. she she I think they could do it. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd be into that. Um. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, I think that the one thing I will say about it is, regardless, I'm I'm just excited that they're exploring an avenue of these specials, these sh- limited series that yeah. are connected to the MCU. 100%. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm pretty much just open to that, regardless of what's going on. I'm really curious to know what the final products are going to be are going to look like. Same. Yeah. Um, moving on to some comics. Um, I don't know how to feel about how I feel about this this one. Savage Avengers. I'm so Savage so Avengers. Kill you. I am so down. 100. percent Savage Avengers, written by Jerry Duggan and Mike Diodato. Mike Diodato. Mike uh, Diodato's great. Um, is going to is a new Avengers title coming out, um, by Marvel. Obviously, it's going to have characters of the likes of Wolverine, Venom, Elektra, Punisher, Brother Voodoo. And Conan the Barbarian. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I Heck love it. yeah. I love it, dude. Um, the story will revolve around Conan and an, uh, a, quote, unsanctioned team of heroes as he fights sorcerers and searches for a legendary amulet. So it looks like Conan's leading the team. There's clearly time travel, but actually Jerry Duggan has implied that the entire series may take, pa- may take place, in p- place in the past. Yeah. Uh, so past, th- past? Yeah, that one. Uh, so that's kind of cool. I, I, I'm kind of... I'm curious I don't how Conan gets here. Right, That's I don't want to have Conan oversaturation. Because we, yeah, because there is already two books out. Yeah. Or I don't know if the second book there, is out. The second book is coming out. Um, I don't know if it's out yet. Savage Sword. Um, Conan the Barbarian, which is Jason Aaron's. Yeah, That's I have, really good. I'm, I'm picking that book up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, liked, I just finished um, for the first issue. That's really good. And he's going to show up in Avengers No Surrender. Yes. Um, or No Way Home, or whatever the hell the uh, series is called. What The sequel book, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To, the sequel to No Surrender yeah. is No Way Home, I think. Correct. Uh, I just don't want to see Conan get oversaturated by he being in so many books. Yeah, he just got back to Marvel, and he's already in like five books. Yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're saying. It's very fast. Don't don't fight the fact that Conan's just the next Spider-Man. That's Listen, I, that's a world I want to live in because that's like <laughs> I I never expected it. But like you're right. Like I I don't all of a sudden need want to start picking up five books. I'd be interested to see if Conan uh, met like Odin during like one of the Avengers. Yeah, the stories that Odin came back. The, the reason I am excited for this book because it reminds me of of Dark like Avengers? Dark Avengers and X Force. It is the it's the bad Avengers team. Yeah. It's like the killers. Although, why is Punisher on a team with Venom? <laughs> why is Hawkeye on a team with 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 the Hulk? Like, hey man, it's just you pick who you pick. Yeah, I don't okay. know. 
Uh, but Brother Buddha, that's an interesting idea. That's an awesome pick. Yeah. Like, he is such a under undercard. Like, he was Sorcerer Supreme uh, uh, when Bendis was writing Avengers. Yeah. It's great. I'm um, down. The, the quote from Tom Brevert, who's the editor-in-chief, says, The only scenes in a Savage Avengers that involve a table is when somebody is being thrown through one. That makes sense. <laughs> um, not crazy about Jerry Duggan as a comedic writer, um, alone, like specifically. I like him when he's working with... Brian Pussain. Brian Pussain. I think yeah. they're, they're really funny. Um, so I hope that this is more on the kind of bombastic, dramatic side. Yeah. Uh, much like what we're seeing with uh, Donny Cates' work. Um, not to, not, I mean, not, I don't want to see Don, like Jason Aaron's Donny Cates, like those people um, mixing like large scale action. I want to see some more along the lines of that. I didn't get that with his Guardians run. I'm kind of hoping I get that with this. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm going to at least pick up the first issue because like it, 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 it's intriguing at least. Yeah. I'll yeah it, sounds, it sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jason Monroe Eagleheart. Eigelhart, sure. Eigelhart. Eigelhart is the genie from uh, Disney's Aladdin. Yes, the he, Broadway musical. Yes, and he was in Hamilton. He was in Hamilton. Yes. Um, he is a uh, San Francisco, uh, Oakland area native. Nice. He who made it big. Is going to write a Spider-Man story in Marvel Comics Presents number three. Yes. With Ray Anthony Height, who is the artist of uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. I'm super stoked. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, this is uh, I I've heard a lot of good stories about James uh, from uh, when I was doing acting in the Monterey area. There were a lot of actors I worked with who shared the stage with James before he hit it big over in New York, and they just had great things to say about him. So I've always been a big fan of his ever since he he hit the scene as Genie, and the fact that he's such a huge nerd and that's led to him now writing this is awesome. It's it's always super cool when you see people outside of the industry like like Paul Shear. Uh, the comedian write the right. comics and like it's really cool when like fandom like breaks through no matter what career you have. Right. Pat like, Oswalt. Uh, Pat Oswalt yeah, writing Oswald. Modoc. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Uh, so I'm I'm really stoked for him. He seems like he's really excited about yeah. this. So I'm I'm very, very This happy is just about a couple it. pages uh, in, in Marvel Comics Presents, but it could it's it's a potentially start. become more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just really cool news. Yeah. It's it's cool and kinda came out of nowhere and I was like, oh he's writing Spider Man? That's even for just a brief moment, that's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. really great for him. Yeah. Marvel Comics Presents has a Charles Soule spy, uh, Wolverine, Spider- uh, Wolverine Captain America story that's supposed to be pretty good mm, which okay. I haven't, I haven't right. read um, alright moving on Jupiter's Legacy uh, is a TV series I channeled the uh, I channeled Christopher, Christopher Walken for a second <laughs> Jupiter's Legacy you were saying Jupiter's, Jupiter's Legacy is a TV channel <laughs> <laughs> no uh, Jupiter's Legacy is a Netflix show that's coming out uh, based off the Mark Millar comic the same name Frank Quietly. This is one of the thousand and three things that Mark Millar is doing Who at knows? Netflix. Yeah, no, his he, all of his stuff is now Netflix. Yeah, everything, like everything he he's made is Netflix. And the only things I've liked of his that were made were were done by Matthew Vaughn. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's fair. Right. That's um, fair. man, you guys remember Stardust? That movie's great. It is great. I've that's seen not it. Mark Millar. There's no relation. Did Matthew Vaughn do Kickass too? He didn't, right? No, he, didn't. he did not. Yeah, that the makes sense. like like the stunt choreographer like guy. Like this was his directorial debut for for the second that one. That tracks. Kingsman: The Golden Circle is the first sequel that Matthew Vaughn ever did. That's and oh, that that's like one of his only movies where I think it's just okay. Yeah, I don't it's, think it's bad. No, I, that's what I mean. Like he, he's so good. His worst movie is like still pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've liked every single one of his films. Yeah. Anyway, real quickly, just Matthew Vaughn. Uh, he's the best. We should do an episode on him. I love him. Um, let's get him on the show. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm, it's that easy. I'm delirious. Cool. <laughs> um, Netflix has revealed the full cast list of Jupiter's Legacy. The show I'm is super happening. excited because I didn't even know this was happening. Uh, Josh Jamal. Oh right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not excited <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Immediately out. <laughs> Damn. 
has been cast as Sheldon Sampson, uh, quote, the utopian. Uh, yeah. The storied leader of the superhero team, the Union. But times have changed, and he doesn't understand the world we live in anymore, or his own family. Neat. I'm not, I'm not digging it. So the same character from Transformers. No, I'm not. I just don't think he's like the best actor, but I'm really not digging him as oh, his character. Speaking of Transformers, Tyrese Gibson. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Josh, Josh Dumal is like the poor man's uh, Timothy Oliphant. 100%. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Like 2,000%. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Every uh, time I see him, I'm just like, I mean, you're fine, but I'd rather <laughs> have Timothy Oliphant here. <laughs> They look so much alike. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, but Timothy's hotter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben Daniels as Walter Sampson, Brainwave, mm-hmm. uh, Sheldon's older brother, a man of vast intellect and cunning who, unlike Sheldon, isn't afraid to get his hands dirty or bloody. Leslie Bibb as Grace hey, Sampson. Hey, good for her. Yeah. Who has she been? What's she's she's an Iron Man. You just in watched Iron her. Man she was uh, Christine Everhart in Iron Man and Iron Man oh, Two. Oh, she's great. Yeah. She was. In, she had a cameo in um and Ant-, Ant Man and the lead up to Ant yep, Man. Yeah, had all she's the news. all over the place. Yeah, W H I H. Yeah, World News. Yeah, cool. Let's good for her. Leslie Bibb is Grace Sampson, uh, Lady Liberty, Sheldon's wife, and one of the most powerful heroes on the planet. She doesn't always agree with Sheldon, but strives to balance his ideals with the reality of the modern, often violent. Uh, world they live in. Just by the way, just so you guys, if you guys are comic literate, um, just so you know, uh, Jupiter's Legacy is kind of a riff on on um, uh, Justice Society. Right. It's like Golden Age heroes, uh, older Golden Age heroes. I'm, I'm all about Leslie Bibb. She's great. Yeah. Uh, Elena Campor. Try it. Give her. Give her her. Camporis. Camporis. Sure. K a m p o u r i s. Camporis. Okay. Sure. Uh, as Chloe Sampson. Uh, Grace and Sheldon's daughter rejecting everything her parents stand for Chloe has forged her own uh, hedonistic path far away from mm-hmm. them a yep. path that threatens to go against everything her parents have sworn to protect Andrew Horton as me Samson does, Sorry. He, does he hear a who? what? Horton hears a who? I hate you thank you <laughs> I made a terrible joke but I think you might have made a worse thank one thank you <laughs> um, as Brandon Sampson uh, Grace and Sheldon's son in training the assu- to assume the mantle of the utopian. Is that why you said me, Samson? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad joke. Um, <laughs> became the new leader of the Union. He struggles to live up to his father's mythic legend. Mike Wade. Wow. Fitz Small, the flair. The heart and soul of the Union. Despite suffering injuries that ended his career as a superhero, he continues to be one of the most valued members of the team and is often the only, the only thing held holding them together in the face of an increasingly hostile world. Yes. Matt Lanter as George Hutchins. Yeah. Hutchins. Hutchins. That's not even a real word. It's Well, it's a last name. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a fake last name. <laughs> All names are made up. <laughs> All words are made up. Yeah. Sky Fox. Uh, Sheldon Sampson's closest friend and ally before turning against him and the rest of the teammates in the Union, now considered the greatest supervillain in the world, George pilots his revenge. Revenge. George plots his revenge on the teammates he believes betrayed him. It's a lot of people. They got a full cast. So, does it say when this is coming out? Nope. Okay, so this uh, this book is about uh, in like the 1940s. Uh, a bunch of people found this island, and it's mysterious. And and I didn't read past it, in, like the sequel books. But like they f- they come back with superpowers. So like they're the Justice Society, and then the new generation is all the punks, and they're like they're it's like just uh, Superman versus the Elite. Yes, it's old school versus like new brutality. And, Great movie, by the way. Yes, it is. And uh, the and the new brutality is like 
like real brutal. Yeah. Uh, and I'm he, really excited. He also did a prequel comic, um, Jupiter's, Jupiter's Circle. Yes. Uh, w- which came out before finishing the first book. Yeah. Yep. Because he needed to fill time because Frank Quietly took so long. He, hey, I get it. He looks real good. Good art. Really yeah. good art. So, yeah, this is interesting. I'm, I'm excited about Leslie Bibb. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. I'm, ca- I'm really kind of bummed out about I'm Josh Demel uh, being to be, the lead. To be fair, I'm not very familiar with pretty much anybody you named after her. Josh yeah. Demel. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not no, after. anybody after Leslie Bibb. Oh, sorry. Okay. That he named. I'm yeah. not very familiar with them, so I'm not knocking any of them. Yeah, I'm really right. not. I just. Josh Demel d- doesn't win me over. He yeah, does not I win me that. over. Well, the other thing that happened this week is that CBS seems to be in negotiations with Nickelodeon to do a Star Trek animated TV series. Yo, this is crazy. For the kids. It's insane. Nickelodeon's an interesting choice. I like it. Did you want me to read this? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so This is something we added later, so I don't have this. Uh, Deadline page. reports that CBS and Nickelodeon are in negotiations to make an animated Star Trek series aimed at children. Brothers Kevin and Dan Hageman from Netflix Troll Hunters have been tasked with writing the script. Yeah, I really um, like Troll Hunters. It That's will be the show. first new Trek series not airing on CBS All Access. So easily accessible for the public. <laughs> not, oh, not on all Well, it makes a lot of sense. This was the reason why I thought this was really crazy is two, on two fronts that CBS is working with another network in order to bring a television show to children, but it makes sense because CBS has no really good format that says, hey, this show's for kids. And both the animated shows that they've announced are going to be geared towards adults. Uh, so the fact that they're they're pursuing this avenue, also, I think it's really... when When I think about it, it actually almost seems like a long time coming overdue thing to do something that would get younger people into Star Trek. You think after like 50 years. Because Star Trek, unlike Star Wars, is very much a series that it's kind of like you liked it when it was on or your your parents shared it with you and that's why you like it, but it's not something that you generally see people like really young people today going, ah, Star Trek. The Abrams films geared towards more of a teenage audience trying to get that, that the, This is not your there. dad's Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. It's Star Wars. Uh-huh. And, this and I mean, yeah. that worked, but it didn't make anybody watch, it didn't make all those people watch the old shows or anything. And if they did, it didn't make the major Star Trek and if they fans. did, they didn't, saying, get, I know. they didn't get those movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this, is, this is kind of, probably one of the smartest moves i've heard of related to star trek happening right now oh no t- totally and i like the i like the team behind it i, I think the troll hunters tv <coughs> series is excellent um the fact that they're willing to put this on a on an easily accessible t- television channel is is really exciting um because all their pro- putting all of star trek on cbs all access is dumb because like it, it's just dumb yeah because honestly like if this is on the level of of troll hunters or something like avatar the last airbender if it's on that level of of enjoyment i'll watch it yeah, yeah me too this i think this is great this could be a great introductory gateway. series into into star trek for a lot of people a nice gateway, yeah that's yeah. really awesome definitely yeah that'd be cool uh hopefully we hear more about and that hopefully the out. animation is 2d yeah hopefully troll lord hunter. willing yeah. i prefer i know troll hunters like the best animated movie of last year godzilla monster planet i'll kill you no okay. <laughs> i'm just saying like i'd like something that doesn't look like star wars Resistance, Resistance or the yeah. uh, Dragon Prince series. Anyone watching Resistance? I can't get over the animation. Uh, I haven't started. No, I watched like the first episode. I was like, "Oh man, yeah. this animation!" It it's definitely rougher than Rebels, and I thought Rebels was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I, used to Rebels. I haven't been I got hearing. Used to, I got used to Rebels too, and I was really into Resistance because I was like, "I'll get I used don't think, to it." I don't think Resistance is a bad show. I haven't based heard on what I've heard. I haven't heard it, anything though, bad about it. I've, I I've heard, heard anything about it. Yeah, I uh, they just I don't feel like the buzz is there. So their last episode was supposedly like a really great episode. Yeah, I just saw like a headline article. I didn't look into it because I'm not watching the show. But yeah. they 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 apparently like built a lot of strong ties to Force Awakens in this episode. This okay. most recent episode, a lot of people really liked it. Um, 
I definitely know like all of those shows. It takes a couple, like a season or two, to like get the definitely. Like Rebels took a season to really get into it. Even Clone Wars, I would say. No, I disagree. Clone Wars, uh, the the 3D Clone Wars series, like episode two, is all about Yoda and the clones, and that episode was bomb. And then like five episodes in was an episode only about the clones. So they were pretty. They were pretty on it right from the get go with that series. I believe you. I'm really excited for Clone Wars to come back. Where they were, where they were saying, "Hey, we can have episodes like this where the clones talk about what is existence," and you're like, "Oh, dang! Well, all right." (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Aquaman has a sequel coming. Is, no it called the, is it called the trench? No. Oh wow. Uh, I think I was not saying this. I think this might be damage control. Like they weren't ready. No, to that's a no, 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 property. that's Marvel property. Oh god, god damn. Sink mines. <laughs> I think this is. I think this is them being like, we weren't going to announce a sequel until we were sure James Wan was going to come back or not. <laughs> Sorry. Do you remember when Damage Control was going to be a show? Yeah. Yeah. On ABC. <laughs> Don't remind me, dude. On ABC. I'm so sad. Remember, Powerless was going to be the same show. I think Powerless killed Damage Control. Powerless, and then Powerless killed itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Powerless was supposed to be an office version of like the I office saw that and the first DCU. Pi- I saw that first pilot of Powerless. It's real good. Yeah, at Comic Con, right? Yeah, and then they changed it. And that second pilot is real bad. The only episode of Powerless I ever saw was the one they put for free on YouTube because it had the last appearance of Adam West, and I watched it. Oh yeah. And as I'm watching, I'm like. Alan Tudyk, my boy. I'm Bruce Wayne's cousin, Martin. (laughs) He was supposed to be Lex Luthor's illegitimate son. Yeah. Why are you in this show? That's so much better Mm -hmm. than Bruce Wayne's cousin. But, oh, that show was so bad. It was Yeah, a lot of of things changed. Like, the, the... the, not to get too much into it, but Powerless was initially supposed to be about Vanessa Hudgens being a jaded person who's like, I hate superheroes. Oh, I forgot she I'm, was in it. I'm not. I don't want to deal with this She's anymore. I forgot. <laughs> and it was it was supposed to be about insurance. Yeah. Called Retcon Insurance. Yeah. That was going to help make the damages go away. Uh, and then it became what it became, but with the same cast. And yeah. Very yeah. Nice yeah. Different anyway, anyway, Aquaman two. Yeah. So yeah, I think this was them supposed. This was them saying, mm-hmm. we. We weren't sure if we were going. We were going to announce this because it clearly made a buttload of money. Yeah. Um. So, but we weren't sure if James Wan was going to come back, so we were going to wait. But now it's like, oh, nobody liked that we announced the trench first. Aquaman two is happening, guys. Right. Uh, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That's a long name. Ooh. David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That's high. Bless you. Hyphenated. Uh, is coming back to write. He re- he re- he co-wrote the f- the first film. Cool. All right. Uh, James Wan is in negotiations to return as producer. But unclear if he will return as director. Hmm. I hope so. I hope so too. I really hope so. I hope so too. I can understand when oh, you think about it. Like James Wan was working on Aquaman for like three to four years, and yeah, that must have been crazy because of how much turmoil the studio went through. Yeah. Just like even though things are better now, I I can understand being hesitant about saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that again." Yeah. Will you guys change guard in the middle of my production again? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he had to drop out of Conjuring Three because of Aquaman. <clears throat> Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is, I'm really worried about Conjuring 3. I, it's very much the same thing with like the the Ryan Johnson situation. It, it really depends on when they want Aquaman to. Yeah. Because Ryan Johnson was offered like doing episode 9 and he's like, nah, I can't do that again like, yeah. right away. I got to go do something else. I yeah. can totally understand James Wan being like, I'll do it, but you got to let me go do another thing first because I need a break. Yeah. yeah. I can totally understand that. There's a new Annabelle movie coming out in three months. Yes, there is. No trailer. Wait, what? Yeah. Annabelle 3? Yeah. Is that the one with, with Patrick Wilson? Yeah. And yeah. Jeez, Louise! Still no trailer. Getting a little worried. Wow, uh, that might that movie might be postponed. Yeah, Batman and Ninja Turtles, an animated movie based off the comic <laughs> book of the same name. Hell Dope. yeah! Hell yeah! There are actually three comics, uh, uh, three comics like this. Batman and Ninja, Batman meets Ninja. No, Batman, Ninja Turtle, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then there's Batman, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Batman Adventures, which is anim- the animated versions of both of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's Batman slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. This is going to take place of the first one. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a combination of the, of the shows. Yeah. It's right. gonna, um, space of the first comic of the same name, Troy Baker, uh, who was Joker in Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good Joker, I think. He's going to be Batman and Joker in this film. Point double duty. Uh, a couple of people are. Yeah, Studio a couple of people are doing money. Double, uh, double duty, and I'll get to that in a minute. Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend West fame. Calvina. Who's great. It's going to be Batgirl. I think That's she, awesome. I, I like think she's wonderful. Ooh, all right. Uh, Cass Anvar from The Expanse. Short. She's going to play Raz al Ghul. Oh, okay, cool. Tom Kenny. Uh, SpongeBob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Nickelodeon. Ice King. Ice King. Oh, yeah. Um, never forget. Salak from Green Lantern, the animated series. Hashtag never forget that either. Because <laughs> that show oh, is that amazing. that show's dope, dude. The show's awesome. Man. Show made that me cry. was a good show. That was a great yeah. show. Spyro. Oh, he's Spyro. Yeah. Tom Kenny? Yeah. yeah Tom Kenny Spyro. Wow. Tom Kenny's pretty cool. Hey, he we is. like Tom Kenny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, quick sidetrack, because we're talking about Tom Kenny. Did you guys all hear that uh, for the big 20th anniversary of SpongeBob, they're doing a live action episode? No. And what I mean by that is that the actors are literally playing their characters, oh, but it's God. live action. That's a oh. lot. No, and I don't mean like they're dressed in costumes. They are playing human versions in an episode oh, adapted no. of the characters. Understand what I'm saying? They're making yeah, it yeah, as yeah. if SpongeBob was, was just like a real world oh. story. Whoa. This is the first new episode of SpongeBob I've watched in a long time then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Same here. Okay. That sure. sounds pretty cool. That sounds real good. Anyway, Tom Kenny's going to be the penguin. Uh, Carlos Alas Rock. Yep, you got it. Take a break. Alas Rocky. He's from Reno 911. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Carlos, yeah. 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 You can play Bane. John DiMaggio. That's awesome. That's awesome. John DiMaggio, Adventure Time, yeah. uh, Futurama, uh, Batman on the Red Hood as the Joker. Yep. The only sec- second best Joker, I he's think. He's real good. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Mr. Freeze. All right. Tara Strong, the other person pulling double duty. Uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. That's Sweet. cool. I like it. Who's voicing the turtles? I'll get that right now. Ooh. I'll get that right now. Baron Vaughn from Grace and Frankie is going to play Donatello. Eric Bowser from the Puss in Boots Netflix Bowser. series. Um, and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I don't remember which one, um, f- playing Leonardo. Darren Chris, Raphael. Hey, Darren Chris. Uh, Kyle Mooney. <gasps> I oh, don't wow. Know SNL. He's from SNL. That's great. Which one is he on SNL? Uh, he has he's the really hair. awkward one with the curly hair. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's in What Men Want. Yeah. Um, oh, he is. He's going to play Michelangelo. That's this awesome. is interesting. That's yeah. uh, I'm like surprised it. they're not using the... This isn't the current, current voice, cast. voice cast of Teenage Turtles. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. So it's a diff- completely different I, cast. I like Who's Leonardo? Eric Bowser. Okay. Wowza. Neat. Yeah, that's cool. I do want to see it. I did too. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the casting I'm most excited about and all that is probably Rachel Bloom. Yeah, me oh, too. Yeah. That's I'm, really great that I'm, she's moving into she's voice acting. I hope she's in it a lot then. Me too. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, and I hope they don't have sex. <sighs> this is a uh, got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it. I don't think that's <laughs> what's going to happen I don't want to put it past them. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's sure. what's going to happen. No, he, if this I is, had to oh. put money on it, I think we're safe from a gratuitous. No, Batman see, here's the thing: scene. it's not going to be a Batgirl sex scene. It's going to be an April O'Neil turtle sex scene. Oh, is that technically bestiality? No, nah, it's going to be a Batgirl teenage mutant ninja turtle sex scene. What? I don't know. What? Oh no! Okay, wait, hold on a second. I gotta say, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, we are riffing off the fact that DC animated movies <sighs> seem to put a lot of sex in their movies, and it's ridiculous yeah. and it's gross. All the rated R only version. in PG thirteen. No, yeah. only in the, ra- in the rated R films. Yeah, correct. I haven't done it for a while. Yeah, Batman. I don't think it's going to happen multiple in this times one. in anyway, a row. Is bad. This enough. sounds awesome. It I'm does. glad we have DC Universe. We can watch this. Hell yeah. Yes. Um, your name. Uh, the it's Ryan Leopold. Thank name. you. 
Again, with the we're Damn gonna, it. Don't make a bad joke. <laughs> ah, it's okay. It's a bad um, joke day. So your name, the animated, uh, the Japanese anime film, uh, your name, uh, Ryan. What's that about? Real quickly, give us a. It's about uh, a high school, a high school boy and a girl, and they swap bodies and have uh, uh, intimate stuff happen. And it's it's a really introspective, very personal movie. Okay, it's also one of the highest grossing movies of all time in Japan. Okay, well, uh, they are very well received, very interesting. One hundred percent. They are making it. it for live action for an Americanized live action movie. Uh, directed by Mark Webb, yeah, um, who you may know as the director of Five Hundred Days of Summer, yeah, Amazing Spider Man, yeah. Amazing Spider Man Two, yeah. Uh, this is no slight on Mark Webb, um, but this movie doesn't need to be a thing. It, it not at all. It's written by. Uh, there's more I want to get through sure. real quick. Uh, there, it's written by Eric Heiser. Sure, Arrival. Heiser. He just yeah yeah he, he's, he's he's the writer of Arrival. Man, um, the the movie. Has moving this they, who has moved the setting to the United States with a Native American woman and a man from Chicago, discovering they are magically linked and uh, save the world by averting a great disaster. Um, Toho, who produced the animated film and are shepherding this with Paramount, um, said Mark was our first choice to direct this re- refashioned interpretation no, wasn't. of the film from the moment we explored creating an American version. Explained Toho producer Genki Kawamura. No, he very well may have been because of Five Hundred Days. Yeah, I know. from from Toho. No, yeah. no, but like well. for for real, like I, I th- it's going it's, back to his roots. Like, it's in, yeah. it, it's not in this quote, but the article said that they were impressed with his work on Five Hundred Days of Summer, and that's why they picked him. I love that movie too. Like, yeah, um, Mark has a tremendous talent for telling great love stories, and in the same way, moviegoers were captivated by the original film. We are certain Mark will uh, engage fans of the original and an entirely new audience for these characters. Beautiful journey with J.J. Abrams producing, Eric Heiser. Uh, writing and Mark directing this project d- officially has the team we dreamed about. Yeah, says Toho. Okay. Yeah. I don't <coughs> think that this needs to be a thing. However, if you were going to make a live action adaptation of it, at least it's going to be different from the anime. Yeah. You Rather than like um like a lot of what they no offense to yeah. Japan, but a lot of what they do when they have films like this, Girl Who Left Through Time is a good example. They pretty much just take the anime and make a live action version. Because they can. There's not a lot of, you know, effects or major thing. It's not like Alita. And they could just do that. And then it's like, yeah, but why? The first thing that came to my mind <coughs> uh is Old Boy, which is a, a two thousand four sure, South sure. Korean movie, which For is my sure. favorite movie. Right. And they made an American adaptation. Yes. With and a it's good just di- as good. Oh boy! <laughs> it, it had a good director and it had a good script, and it, they fundamentally lost what the movie was about. So f- that's it, what I'm worried about. So quickly, what came to mind for me was yeah. Death Note. Yeah, Japanese Death 100%. Note films, very good. American Death Note film, mm, not so point. much. Yes, uh, is this could go either way. Yeah. However, I do think that this could be the potentially the good version yeah. of Americanizing it. Like the, what they tried to do with Death Note, where it's like, right oh no, we're really going to yeah. change it up, but it's still going to same basic story. Neat, yeah. cool, okay. Having that rider really helps me a lot. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Okay. I'm actually not really. <coughs> I'm not really excited for it. Well, you've never seen the movie. The no, movie. but I heard how amazing the movie was, and I was fine with just leaving I it cried. as is. I, I mean, that. the 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 thing the thing that I was kind of you know wondering if we should even talk about this is three of us haven't seen this original film. Well, I'll put it I'll put it to you this way, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that there is more reason because of how they're saying they're going to change it, the Native American girl, the China, Chicago and all that. Um, it is going to be different from its anime version. Uh, I almost think this is more warranted than, for example, things we'll talk about later, Aladdin or The Lion King. So for now, yeah. I have to say that this is okay with me. Yeah. Okay, I see your point. 
We'll we'll watch that movie. One yeah. Of oh no, it's, it's on my list. It's so worth it. It's high on my list. All right. Uh, the Academy Awards. The uh, has man. They've been having a rough wait. Go before we say anything, should we check our phones to see if they've announced anything new? I'll do it right now. All right. Because here we go. at the rate they're going, who knows? Well, let's let's recap real quick. At first, they said they were going to have a popular uh, a popular film category, which they <laughs> and then we all said no, thank you. And they said you're right. Yep. <laughs> and then they they announced probably one of the worst picks in recent memory. Yep. Not a slight at any of those films. A I lot typed, of those I typed in Oscars and the top the top headline is the Oscars are going to be an embarrassing disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang. Sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, the 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 picks, not the slight on any of the picks that they did, but they were there were better movies in ca- category and pi- there were better picks. Yeah. There were a lot of better picks. Um Bohemian Rhapsody shouldn't be up there. Yes. Um the other thing the and the, and then they announced that this show will be edited down for its three-hour time slot on ABC and will remove cinematography, hair and makeup, editing, and sound mixing? Isn't like costumes and stuff, too? All right. I got it. Oh, Here they we did go. something? Yep. Really? Three hours ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. The Oscars will use Hollywood Outsiders to introduce Best Picture nominees. Hollywood? We were joking! Hollywood Outsiders? Serena Williams may not have anything to do with this year's crop of Oscar nominees, but the world-famous tennis player will have an important <laughs> role in next Sunday's Academy Awards. She is a tennis player! Williams, <laughs> along with seven other people from, quote, outside the world of entertainment, quote, will introduce the best picture nominees and talk about how the films impacted their lives. What? Williams has apparently been booked to wax on about A Star is Born. This is awesome. I, I love watching Trainwrecks. We were just joking. <laughs> we were just kidding. There's, oh. sure, I think you guys saw there's oh, like, like, no. all the Avengers are going to be presenting stuff too because they need people to fill space. So like yeah. all the Avengers are going to present a movie. Well, they were hoping that yeah. this was gonna, uh, that was going to happen. Well, gonna there's not going to be a host, so they need every every. Yeah, they got seven outsiders from the outside the world of Hollywood. <laughs> Two years ago, the first time Jimmy Kimmel uh, did the did the awards, actually a really really good show. I like I, him. I thought. Yeah. I thought that show was really good. They did a thing where they would have uh, f- uh, actors and filmmakers watch uh, watching a movie that impacted their lives, and it was. And then they would they would present and they would present. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Oh, like actor. A, um, and, then, and then the the joke ended up being that Jimmy Kimmel was watching We Bought a Zoo, a Matt Damon movie, a yeah. Matt Damon movie, and he was like, his acting is so effortful. Yeah. In this <laughs> <movie>. Just trashing. <laughs> he was just trashing the movie, and that 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 was. That made sense because it was filmmakers doing uh, talking about what impacted them in life. What are you talking about, Serena Williams? Who the hell is Dude, Serena it's, Williams? It's, it's, she's a world famous. She's tennis. a tennis. I don't give a shit. No, yeah, no. I imagine it's going to be like no offense to people who like, like tennis. Kim Kardashian sports and it's like God, all these no. like outside uh, people. No, I don't think Kim Kardashian's outside the world of Hollywood entertainment enough. You're right. She made a sex tape. She has a long-running reality TV show. No, I know. I'm kidding. But that's <laughs> but that's a movie. That's a TV show. Uh, anyway, well, well, Jesus. Anyway, the so anyway, so this week I hope one of the presenters is Mitch McConnell. Oh, oh my Jesus. God, that toad, that toad man. <laughs> so anyway, I want to talk about how this documentary on turtles influenced my life. <laughs> so look, anyway, I don't think he would the, even step foot in that place with sorry. all the booze. Go ahead, that guy, he's anyway, get. so the the idea was that they were going to not air four major cate- four categories. Uh, during the, the during the the simulcast, and it was they were going to be on commercial breaks. It was going to be on commercial mm-hmm. breaks, and then if you were streaming the Oscars, you would be able to see it unimpeded. Sure, which is fine, whatever. The problem came up when it's when they said, I mean, the problem came up initially when they said they were going to do this, but another problem came up when they said they were going to alternate every year. And let me tell you, acting categories ain't going in that rotation. Nope. 
No. So, so lots of people came out in support of the academy. Many, 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 many people big, came te- big people. So, so this, this is wrong. This this was crazy because this is this came after a very big movement that you were aware of and I was aware of, Brandon, of a whole lot of editors and lighting designers and all these people who who do hard jobs in the film industry saying, hey, you know what? We all deserve our recognition too. In fact, we deserve more recognition than the actors and the directors because guess what? They get the spotlight year round. Yeah. And this is our night. We should be allowed to be up there and have our speeches given their moments the quote-unquote technical awards yes and 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 that was a movement happening across twitter and that was happening months ago yeah and they still did this after that and i was like dang wow because they wanted friday yeah by friday they said never mind uh a whole lot of people put out open letters a whole lot of directors and actors put out letters being like um no see this year they're like so the oscars is like cinematography e- every year no cinematography every year the oscars like is losing viewers because it's like most young people don't care about the oscars it's like cool we'll have a popular category nobody wants that cool we'll make the the show shorter so we'll cut a lot of categories people love they just don't know what to do it's all it's a bunch of people who don't know how to market their thing last year Actually, even a few years before, because when I finally started going to college and paying attention in film, and my film class is like, "Hey, pay attention to cinematography. Cinematography is really good in this one." I'm like, "Hey, I started knowing this mm-hmm. when um, Ryan, when the guy, the cinematographer for Blade Runner 2049, Roger Deakin, Roger Deakin, when he finally won after 17 Hell years yeah, of not winning a damn thing, and he finally won at our Oscar party when his name was announced, all of us cheered. Hell that yeah, was exciting because this dude deserved it." And then it's like, hey, we're not going to show who won cinematography this year. And I'm like, um, bitch, what? Here's if they would have done that last year for oh, Roger Deakins, I would have oh. rioted, dude. Oh. Here's, here's what you do. Here's what you do. I'm act- this is actually, look, I have rock fatigue. The rock fatigue. That's fair. Fatigue. That's fair. I, I have that. And I'll fully admit that as I go into this next sentence. He said something that was really exciting to me, that he was approached for hosting the Oscars. And the only reason why he didn't was because he had Jumanji 2. Mm. He was which is a development, which is... It's just finally yeah, filming. Yeah. Um, they're not making that December release date. That's crazy. Um, so the what he said was the, uh, the Academy Awards were on board with me overhauling their award show and really trying to do something. Because for all intents and purposes, for all my issues with him, he is definitely a person who wants to put 110% in everything he does, wants to have a creative hand in everything he does, wants to be able to put out the newest the best the biggest thing ever he cares and now let me tell you you need someone like that yeah. to overhaul the award show you don't need old white people trying to be like well what if we did this no you need someone who's in who's in the world yeah to be like here's what you should do here's what we should you have someone be a creative force with them like dwayne johnson yes I, I just, uh, yeah dwayne johnson would never cut a category nope, no he no. wouldn't he would never <laughs> the show is seven hours long and yeah. I, bet, yeah. I bet you anything he still find he would still find a way to make that show shorter yeah i believe it yeah He's I, a smart man. I think what it is is like, how, how long has this been going on? How many years? What, like seven, what is, what Academy Award is it? Like the 90th? The 92nd. So yeah. 91st. I, th- I think for a lot of people, it's about tradition. And like, there a lot of the old people are just scared to change. But like a lot of things in the world, like sometimes things need to change. Do you know why last year was such a good award show? Because. Well, it wasn't, well, an award, it wasn't a good award show, but they picked really good picks. There was a lot of really good stuff up for, up for awards. And yeah. I, uh, I, I knew because why. Because the year before. Uh, they got slammed for Oscars so white, and they and they, <laughs> and they had to change. <laughs> yeah, they true. put they put so many new people in their aca- in the academy that they were able to have a wide range of voting. 
So they were able to pick the best of the best. Was last year Moonlight? <clears throat> no. 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 It was, last year was Shape of Water. Shape of Water, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So they were able to pick some really good stuff, some really unique stuff. And while the show wasn't that great, uh, which is kind of a sad because they had some of the best nominees in years. Kind Guillermo, of a sad. Guillermo, yeah. This was... This is a damn shame. Yeah. Like, you've, you've ruined all that goodwill that you had. You should be moving forward. You went backwards. Yeah, uh... This this is this is where it started. It was the Oscars so white thing. Mm-hmm. That's when the Academy was called out publicly, and they got hard backlash. And they were like, "Oh no, people don't like us right now." And they realized it. It was very public, and yeah. it's been going on ever since. Like last year was better for sure, but that was in response to the fact that there was public backlash. And then this year they have been fumbling everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's been more public backlash. And I don't want to. I don't want to say that Black Panther doesn't deserve to be up for that award. I, I personally think it probably does. Um, I think there are some other movies that didn't get nominated that I yeah. and I love Black Panther. It was one of my favorite movies. I, of the year, I really but, yeah. loved Black pa- Panther. I won't necessarily say I a think lot it was of the movies best came out of the year. that year. Yeah. I think Black Panther is a great movie, yeah. but and it's a big but. The but now only, you're racist. The only yep. reason why Black Panther is nominated is because ever since The Dark Knight and it came to a head with Wonder Woman and Logan. Yep. That they started saying that the the people kept pushing for these comic book movies to be nominated. Finally, this year the Academy was like, "Fine, we'll nominate one of your movies." Yeah. It wasn't. We think this movie needs to be Yo. nominated. It was fine. Fine, we'll nominate one of them. Yo, Logan should not have been shoved into best adapted screenplay. No, no. that not. was crap. No, absolutely not. Logan, that was a that was a completely original screenplay, loosely based on comics, not yeah. a story directly adapted yeah. from anything. Yeah. Bullshit. So, uh, so, well, I'm kind of happy to see Black Panther nominated for an Oscar. Nominated for Best Picture. Look, I'm glad. I would rather see. I'm glad it's not popular. I would rather see it nominated for costuming. Me too. Yeah, which it is. I am. It's gonna win that. 100%. I, I I would rather see that, and it better win it. It's not. Yeah. It's not that I don't think it does. It doesn't deserve to be up there. It's that this this nomination for it doesn't feel genuine. No, because no. this it, feels it's insincere. This is insincere. It, it honestly feels as like oh the uh, you can't. It's it's twofold. Brandon, your point about how the, um a bunch of people were saying hey Dark Knight, Wonder Woman, Logan, they should have been nominated for these high films and then the academy's like okay fine we're gonna get the comic nerds off our back but at the same time it's also i feel it's in a, a response to um the whole oscar so white thing is like hey what other movie can we toss in the best picture that would give green book everyone off black our Klansman. backs black clansman okay that's good uh let's throw another one just to just to be safe black panther yes perfect we're done we got i don't it. think that's how they thought i don't think personally it's probably not i don't but think i feel that. like that's because how that it puts, is that's more effort than i'm willing to give them credit for because i think this was a low effort year it was it was more just like everybody was talking about are you to are you to put black panther up there and it's like oh yeah in a popular movie category it's like we don't want a popular movie category and they're like mm. but uh, everyone's gonna get, but right, everyone's gonna okay, get mad well, at we'll, us we'll, if we we'll, don't we'll, 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 we'll put it in the best picture yeah anyway. that's what you want right okay yeah it's there and again yeah, no you're right the, you hit on it it's the fact that you know they don't mean it. And the thing that exactly. always, always bothers me about the Academy is like, since The Dark Knight, they they raised it from five movies to ten. Yeah. And like, I think that's great. Why are you still not doing ten movies then? Doing, they did eight this year. Yeah. And let me tell you, there are two mo- of the best movies that came out last year were, were directed by women. There are no women directors nominated yeah. this year. Remember Natalie Portman is like in, in the all-male... Uh, all male directors and here are the nominees yeah. like for last year and everyone like made a big st- like laugh about it yeah yeah same thing this year yeah Miss you have you, you have 10 use them there are yeah. so many movies that are that deserve those categories should be full Absolutely. Yeah. last year was such a great year in film yeah across the board small films major films yeah all across the board there were fantastic films it, 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 it's crap 
Yeah. The whole thing is crap. And they are fumbling. And it's no and we're going to watch it. Viewers. And we're going to laugh it up. Oh, man. It's gonna be can't great. wait. Can't, can't wait to watch it. I guarantee it. you the party will be better than the Oscars. Probably. <laughs> That chocolate bunny. It's not. It's not a. Lo- it's a low bar. Let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Frozen Two had a had a trailer. Yeah. Kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I was sur- I was surprised to see this. Um, looks okay. Yeah, it looks really nice. I, I will tell you what I told Ryan, which is that if this were the first thing I was seeing of Frozen, nothing else ever existed before. It was just this teaser. I'd be like, man, this looks cool. Mm-hmm. This it looks, looks really, really, looks really cool. Really nice. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I, I think having the basis of Frozen in my mind and how I'm not crazy about the narrative of that film kind of irks me a little. <clears throat> I am already a little more interested in this one, though. I think this one will have... It looks more serious. Yeah. It looks it looks like it's going to actually go places, both literally and, and emotionally yeah. in its narrative. Uh, I'm definitely already intrigued in the fact that Anna would see something that she would so quickly pull out a sword about. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm hoping, and I'm hoping, I know it's unlikely, but I'm hoping that they're bringing in some elements from the old Snow Queen fairy tale that they left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, like from the first one. time. It, God, I mean, I wish. I don't think that'll be it, but I, I'd like something mm-hmm. that kind of hints at that that story more. Yeah. Um, I like Elsa running into the ocean Using I, her powers. Really cool. I thought that was a I thought that was a neat sequence. Yeah. Uh I thought what do you guys think she's trying to do? I don't know. Uh-huh. T- I think test. I, I think that's, test her I think she's that's just, what I thought it yeah, was too. I yeah. thought this is her like trying to see how powerful she can be. 100%. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I'm like that's a really interesting way to test your powers. Yeah. You could drown. <laughs> <laughs> that's I I'm pretty into that. Like it looked cool. Yeah. Um, I, I I think, you know, we've talked about this before, you know, Frozen sure. Frozen uh halfway through all the music stops because they changed <laughs> the movie halfway through production. Um, so it, it feels very much like it's two different movies. Mm-hmm. You look at the first couple trailers; it's very different than what that movie ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, that's no Blizzard. That's my sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all remember that great line. I was uh, ooh. okay. So I was at Disneyland uh, going to the Animation Academy to do something. Mm-hmm. There was a kids there on like a tour thing, and they had an official Disneyland cast member guiding them. And she explained like how the sketching works and everything. So she's like, "This is an original concept art piece of Elsa because she was supposed to be the villain." of the the film <gasps> the antagonist because oh, she no. was designed like the snow queen so you can see how different her design look is here and then they changed it because <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> it was like dang uh, dang oh, good whoa. <laughs> oh. and then because. she just moved on and i was yeah. like spot on yeah that's true <laughs> yeah, she you know she was supposed to be the villain of that movie i'm hoping you can't course correct at this point that storyline but i do no. i do hope that this one will have a more consistent through line it would be, just be more consistent through and through I'm yes. very excited that even though it's called Frozen, like uh, it, it looks like environmentally, it's like all like like fall. Like it has a lot of leaves. Yeah, they're not committing to they're like not, only ice yeah, and snow. It's like like the ice is going away. I'm like, oh, that seems that's that's kind of scary yeah. for someone who's all about ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I like the look of it. I'm more yeah. interested in this than than I thought I would be. 100 percent. Because I'm not crazy about Frozen either. You know, Tangled right. Tangled's the way to go, you guys. Tangled, Hell yeah, we're all, we're all on the same page. On or the Princess and the Frog. Yeah, just saying. I, I got friends on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a small thing, but I'm really glad that no, they went a with a world. with the Roman numeral instead of a classic two. Oh, did they? I didn't even. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's a Roman numeral two, which I gotta say I'm really happy about because yeah. for a long time I was seeing the classic two. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so when we sick saw of the teaser titles. for Record Ralph, it was just a number two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the teaser that plays at the end of Record Ralph for Frozen Two. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. so great. Um, all right. Anybody want to add about this, or should we go move on? Uh, let's move on. It's just Aladdin. Frozen. Speaking of blue, 
Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, that works. It blew up the internet this week. <laughs> oh! But I'm just, Thank blew, you, everyone. Wait. See you next week. Blew me. Um, nope. Arrested Development. I'll do it oh, in okay. uh, CGI Photoshop later. <laughs> no, they did um, it for you already. This is this oh, a one-minute one one teaser. It was kind of just more of the teaser. Yeah, it's a little bit more. We get a, we get a sense of Jafar, Yo. and we, if we, we get a first look at Genie. Yo, I understand that the Genie thing is a lot of what people are talking about. Why ain't Jafar old? I've seen plenty of people not like Jafar too. Yeah. Why ain't Jafar old? <laughs> oh, is that a thing? <laughs> he just, I, he just looks boring. Yeah. I didn't find him menacing at all. Yeah. I mean, in the one second we see him, I, in I'll, this, I'll be, I'll be hey sincere. Man, like, I have more of a problem a of what we were seeing with Jafar and what he was saying to Aladdin, just the delivery of it, than I do with anything. That if you show me a picture of of Disney Jafar, or like a uh, you know '90s Jafar, like I could, that guy looks spooky. If you show me you a know, picture of this guy, you know who should have been Jafar. Uh, the guy who they cast second in Once Upon a Time. Oh, did fair. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. The last For a moment, movie. and then he disappeared. Yep. Yeah. Or even the guy who, they, who played him in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. He was okay. I like him. I mean, he was fine. I wouldn't say he can carry a film. Hey guys, I watched Once Upon a Time for like five years. Don't 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 at me. Okay. No, dude, I, I, I did for six. I <laughs> yeah. So oh, shit. boy. <laughs> it's like watching a plane crash. Uh, at first, I w- I would defend that show. On I would I do not want to die that hill anymore. Don't, so don't we we it. talked a bit about Aladdin a bit before we started recording. Um, I think that the problem here is that. Will Smith looks very much like a face pasted onto a CGI body yes, rather so. than motion capture. Correct. And at this point with the money that Disney has and the technology that we've seen them use in other films, there's just no excuse for it. Sure. I'm, I'm sure this will look better than it does now by the film, but I understand people being upset because it, it's they have the money. It, this could look better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't It doesn't make sense. And I, and I agree with what a lot of people are saying. Like I, I have a lot of concern that this is going to go the way of Beauty and the Beast where it just feels like it, for the most part, they're just copy-pasting the animated film into a live-action film, which, coming from Guy Ritchie, I was hoping for better. I gave that film a 7 out of 10, and I stick to that. Uh, but it's, yeah, that's, it's that's fine. It, and I'm sure it'll include elements from the Broadway musical, much like Beauty and the Beast did, but it's just, it feels like, I don't feel the reason why this was necessary to do. And I'll say the same thing about Lion King. You know what movie they're doing right now this year that I'm like, you know what, this feels like this will be different from Dumbo. The, the animated one? Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. Dumbo looks like it'll be a different experience to me. And I'm pretty into that. Cool. But Aladdin, I'm I'll, not against Will Smith as the genie that's at all. Always, that's always the fear. That's that's the argument. This is the conversation we had when we talked about Lion King. It's like, why the, the moving one one piece one property to another medium you have to say to me or to me royally um what can i do differently in this medium that i couldn't in the other that it, that it comes from and if you're not doing that what's the point and and i think the thing that a lot of people have been pointing out is like if you're not going to motion capture him and you're entirely doing cgi for the genie why does he have to look like will smith yeah, why not make right. him look more like a cartoonish he could What's the problem with capture? it? We just probably don't know. It doesn't look like they're doing motion capture, and based on what they did with the Beast, I'm assuming they're not. So yeah, the Beast is motion capture. The Beast is partial motion capture. Mostly motion capture. He was on. He was on. He's sc- a lot. He was of on CGI. set a lot. He's a lot of CGI. So so, and he doesn't look great. No, he doesn't. The, compare I'll, him I'll to Thanos. That. Compare yeah. this genie to Thanos. I'll give you that, but the Beast yeah. is is a, primarily motion capture. I, I, there's a ton of set photos with him in the large the, the dots and Dan Stevens is on set a lot. No, I understand that and I'm sure that Will Smith is there too. It's the look of it. It's not the motion capture look that 
Yeah, so you guys, like, I'm usually the guy who's always, like, defending bad CGI. Like, CGI doesn't bother me. It's because... It usually doesn't bother me either. Yeah, it does. And when, before I saw the trailer, uh, everyone's bashing it. I'm like, I can't, I can't see how Disney, uh, like, released something bad. But, like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't look good. It does, it looks like, like, really bad Photoshop. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I'm surprised they released it looking like that. And again, it's not the final product. It could look better. But, like, I'm, I'm just shocked that, like... I think I just I thought I was going crazy because I was like, "There's no way I think it looks this bad." Because I think it looks pretty bad. It, I'm I'm a big time CGI forgiver because yeah. I'm very much a person who's like, if if I can allow myself, like, it, it, uh, I forget the term, but if I can allow myself to just go with it, yeah, accept it, yeah, and and I'm enjoying the film for all the other aspects, then the CGI doesn't bother 100%. me. Hundred percent. Like I still enjoy the Mummy Returns. I don't give a crap that the Scorpion King looks yeah. like shit. <laughs> it's, um, it's it's when it's just when I look at them, like my brain says, "That's not right." And it doesn't happen very often with me because sure, I, I sure. accept a lot of shit. Yeah, and I'm just I'm that happened a lot with the movie we're gonna review today for me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I can get that. And I, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's very much a, and I I say this knowing I'm gonna see it. I'm probably gonna really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's a bummer because, it's, they're n- they're not putting the effort in. That's the that's the thing that bothers me. They're capable, but they're not doing it. Yeah. We know they're capable because we have Thanos. It was it was. <laughs> It was like when we, it's like what we're worried about with these live action remakes, and and what I'm, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, hopeful about the new about the Fox deal is that they will. They've gotten to the point where they can just be like, "We will make this movie, and you will go see it." Yeah. So what? Yeah. Yeah. And that that was what we were worried about when they started announcing all these live action remakes, and kind of proving to be true. It is proving to be true. Beauty and the Beast kind of set a tone for it, where they feel like, "Oh, we can just." pretty much regurgitate uh yeah i yeah. haven't minded it because for every like beauty and the beast we got P- a pete's dragon cinderella where it stood out cinderella, like cinderella, is, the, cinderella is the one where like that's they, they straight up did the animated film and also made it really great yeah i like that movie a lot that that's the one where that happened pete's dragon was really good by the way pete's good dragon pull. is fantastic the, the smaller lower <laughs> like guarantee of a box office ones dumbo looks to be one of these pete's dragon uh, Jungle Book, not not like it wasn't you know getting the attention, but yeah, they yeah. weren't they weren't hitting that as hard as like they were hitting Beauty and the Beast for like hey remember the anime movie here you go, um, the, right. that, those goes- those landed and worked a lot better than what Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin and Lion King seem to be right. Yeah, it, this is going back to my argument because I know I've I've told this argument about how Disney shouldn't be doing um, live action remakes of films from the Renaissance era, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Aladdin. Because those films are still, they're not too soon. They're 20 some years old. They're They're not that old. Whereas Maleficent, Cinderella, The Jungle Book, Peach Dragon, those are 40 to 50, 60 years old. Dumbo. Dumbo. Do those. Those are ancient. People don't go out to the store to buy Dumbo on Blu ray. They go out to buy Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, hell. I, if um, I were to find the classic animated, if there was a two-pack of classic animated version of Dumbo and Tim Burton Dumbo, hell yeah, I'm going to buy it because it's got the old one that I used to have a VHS and the brand spanking new one that does something different. And, and it's possibly, not even out on DVD yet, so how yeah. did you get it? And it possibly <laughs> makes the movie better than what I remember. Yeah. Because let let's be honest, those old school classic Disney movies, the princess movies, Dumbo, Pinocchio, 
I don't watch those. Well, it's at okay. All. It's okay when 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 Disney announces the Fox and the Hound remake, we'll 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 be laughing. Oh man, I don't oh, know if I could do that. No, that's not hard. Not oh, no, but it's common. But it is what what you said is the fact that they know they can do it. They know they can say it that you'll go see it. It doesn't matter. Like I just said, gonna see Guys, it. Doesn't matter. They're doing Lady and the Tramp. They're definitely doing Fox and the Hound. Uh, so are they doing Lady and the Tramp? Know, Disney yeah. Plus original yeah. movie? Yeah, on Disney Plus. You know what? I'm okay with that. Because yeah. that movie came out, what, 1950-something? Sure. It's very old. Okay. Exactly. Okay, but, like, where's the line? We have to be old I, first. Here's, here's the thing. I don't think it's a problem to, to adapt Aladdin. I just want them to put the effort into it that they put into things like Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. I want, if you're going to do it, make it look really great. It's a different kind of Look, Lion King, Lion King yeah, looks yeah. a lot better to me than Aladdin. Yeah. Because it looks like they're putting the full effort into it to make it look really great. It's a different creative team, though. The people over at Marvel. No, no, have, no. I know, I know. It's, it's creative input. But it's I'm talking about like the the money they're willing to to funnel into sure. it to make it. You could make they they have the resources. They could make Will Smith's genie look a lot better. They could make the whole movie look really great. What we're dazzle get, me. What we're getting into is the idea that that you know, the Star Wars films are Kathleen Kennedy's films, the Marvel films are Kevin Feige's films. Both of those have crea- have long careers, long creative careers, yes. where they have put a, put a lot of creative talent in front of the camera. These films are Bob Iger's films, and Bob Iger's are a, uh, Bob Iger is I, a di- is a businessman. I know what you're saying. Uh, let's use Jungle Book as an example. Then put put the same effort out. Yeah. Jungle Book really stunned me with See, how and it I looked think it's and its execution. They, that got, they got Johnny Favs, it, and that's that, why Lion King looks. This so has good. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, but his. Uh, he doesn't excite me as you like the last like two movies he's made. I'm like, eh. you you understand what I mean though. We know yeah. that they have the resources to make things look really yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. We know that they have them. It feels like they're holding back the effort because they don't want to put the extra because work when in to make the beast it makes a billion really dollars, great. they 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 know they don't is, have to. Yes, yeah, exactly. right. And yeah. they know that we should let that in. We're getting a little long. Um, I love it. Real quickly, love Death and Robots. Yeah, looks real good. It's it's a crazy robot anthology show. That's the David Fincher. It's a lot of animation. Tim Miller. Tim Miller yep. uh, c- uh, animated uh, Netflix series. There's like eighteen different shorts. Yeah, the 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 trailer is online. It's real quick. It's very kinetic. Very oh, visceral. Make sure when you get to the blue screen of Death Part, pause oh it and read it. So yeah. good. You will not be so disappointed. Good. I can do this all day. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll do it then. For that'll the do her. Yeah, that's pretty long. Okay, so let's get into our, our review. Um, we will have a special guest for our review. So. Uh, we're gonna. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take a. We're gonna. We're gonna take a quick break. I don't want to make this a little. I don't want to make this too jarring. But we're gonna take a quick break. Get that special guest, and we'll be back in a moment. In a moment. Uh-huh. All right. Then for the review section of the show, we are joined by Pi Geron. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? I'm doing okay. Doing Pi. great, man. Pi, you're a longtime friend of uh, myself and Sparks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. New new time friend of Ryan. That's me. New time yes. friend of, of Rai Rai. Like um, mid mid time friend of Ben. Yeah, <laughs> mid, yeah. I was about to say <laughs> intermediate. Yeah. Like I don't know, five years, give or take. Wow. All right. So this is the review of Alita. Kingdom Hearts three. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Spoilers, please no. This is the review of. Alita Battle Angel. Galley Battle Angel. Full spoilers from here on out. You have been warned. You should know this by now. If you have not seen the movie, do not listen any further unless you absolutely do not care about spoilers. Here we go. What do we all think of the movie? Oh, wait. Uh, also, Pi is joining us on the phone. Oh, yeah, He's Pi's not here the in the room. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't tell from the audio, just <laughs> yes. wanted to make that clear. Yeah. The audio. Yeah, I used a good mic and everything. And here I thought I'd be right next to you guys. You sound pretty good. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so th- what did we all think about this movie? Uh, starting with Ben. It was good. I liked it. Cool. It was, it was an anime movie. That's for damn sure. 
Ryan? It was for sure an anime movie. And I'm glad it was, Yo, it, yeah. it was so anime. Oh, my God. Sparks. You know, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I think I'd put it just a notch above Speed Racer. <gasps> He's giving me a he knows how like how much I like that movie. It's good. It's real good. I, I also haven't watched Speed Racer in a while, so that's fair. I'll I'll forgive you. Pi, what do you think about this movie? Oh, I mean, I liked it, but uh, God, I don't know where I'd put it next to Speed Racer because because like that's the, the line. Bar. Well, <laughs> come on, like okay, so there are as Ryan and I were talking about. There's really only been three good American anime films: uh, Speed Racer. Yep. Now Alita yep. and Edge of Tomorrow. Yep. I, I would yeah. discredit one of those, and we will get into it. I was still what, Edge of Tomorrow. I like Edge of Tomorrow a lot. There you so go. Not that one. I still don't know where all your love for Speed Racer has suddenly come from. Because I, I promise you, you're gonna watch it again. I remember and that you're movie. Your words. I remember that movie being garbage. You were like 12. I was. I think I was around 13. Also, That's like you 12. were so young. How? Anyway, this is not about Speed Racer. Yeah, yeah. It's not about Speed Racer. This is about Alita Ballet. Anyway, my my initial thoughts. Uh, it's fine. I didn't particularly care for it, but I didn't also hate it. It's, it's kind of a non-issue to me at this point. But we'll get into <laughs> it. Um, Time to make it an issue. Here we right. go. Oh boy! And if I get heated throughout, I'm we sorry. got cold water. Don't worry. Okay, just splash me. <laughs> we'll just pour <laughs> a glass on you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. What do we? So how do we start these reviews? Normally, I forgot. So the movie starts. And we've uh, we're we're at the 26th century yeah. Fox. <coughs> that was pretty uh, cool. I think I think funny. before we get into it, uh, everybody's awareness of this franchise in this room, with the exception of Pi, is just we watched the OVA. Yes. Yes. The yeah. old animated film of Alita. Like the the two two it's two episodes uh, two episodes of an animated called never Battle Angel, where she's also called Galley. We yeah, won't yeah. get into that today. Yeah. And then Pi, you've also seen that and also read some of the manga. Yes, okay. I have read quite a bit. Okay, cool. good. So uh, we are not authorities on this. No, um, I will say uh, s- uh, I'm glad we I, I didn't read the manga, but I'm glad we watched the OVA because if that's supposed to be a somewhat good representation of the manga, I think this movie is a pretty good adaptation uh, of that material and while still being cool and unique. Yeah, I, I believe it adapts uh, pieces from the first four volumes. Am I correct, Pi? Um, let's see. It had... Motorball is later. Yeah, yeah, Motorball is later. And I'm actually impressed with how they incorporated that with how early it is. Because Motorball isn't introduced until after the ending tragedy. Yeah. (laughs) But I like the way they did it in this movie. I thought it was uh, uh, as naturally as they could do it. Right. So the film starts... Uh-huh. Now we're into it with the 26th century uh, Fox <laughs> fanfare. Uh, I was the only person who laughed in my entire theater at that. I yeah. thought that was hilarious, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it's just like, hmm, ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it opens oh, up. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It opens up with Christoph Waltz. What if what if when it had gone 26th century Fox, it just had a little thing added at the bottom that just said, brought to you by Disney? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, and it talks about you know 300 years after the fall, um, which I have a I kind of have an issue with the time frame of that, but it's not a big issue, so I'm probably not going to even touch on it. Um, but 300 issues, uh, 300 issues, Jesus, 300 uh, years after the fall, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is a, a war. It's pretty vague in the beginning. We're not too <coughs> sure what happened. All we know is that um, something bad happened, and now sure. people are throwing water up into the air like there's no hydration. Um, <laughs> The wall of the city. No, I is know. Just water. No, I I'm get it. Like, what are you doing? That's <laughs> such a waste. Um, They're not in a drought. They should be. 
I guarantee you there's there's an anime reason. <laughs> there's got to be an anime reason um, for water walls. Yeah, there's no drought, apparently, yeah. even though just water... Hi, is please possible. tell me there's a reason for the water walls. Uh, uh, Give me something. God, I don't think I've even touched on that part yet. Or at least if I did, they, like, gloss over it. All right, it. never mind. So maybe they just need moisture isolated to that city. Where you win they this time. Also, what's, gonna stop? What's, what, what's water going to stop? Flame monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's yeah. not a big deal. No, yeah. Flame um, elementals. So <laughs> there's a Profe- giant. There's a giant. There's Ido. a giant uh, floating city and Professor Ido, um, which I thought we were away from. Ido. Ido. Sorry, Ido. Ido. I, know we, I know we've moved away from white people playing Japanese characters, but I guess we're still here. Um, and they're dropping. He's he's pretty white looking in them books. Yeah, he is. He is actually just, like he's just Ido fair-haired in the anime that I saw. He's just Ido. Well, right. Yeah, but I mean, he's. He's a pretty white-looking dude. He has blonde hair. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and also, they didn't necessarily say that this took place in Japan. With Ghost in the Shell, that took place I actually have in a, Japan. I actually have a theory that this place might take place in Paris. Uh, yeah, that's why. Fairly I certain it. that was the Notre Dame. Eh, it looks. It like looks it. a lot like it. Yeah. There's also a bunch of people because they straight up say it's like, yeah, people from all over the world come to right, uh, like the, a refugee spot. Uh, Scrap Iron City. Yeah, it's just Iron ref- City. Oh, what was it? It's just Iron City. Yeah, they movie. go to Iron City as refugees to escape wherever they came from. Yeah, and they 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 hire mute assistants who don't have any dialogue. Um, <laughs> that is like uh, that is one of the only problems I do have with this movie is that she yeah. just kind of stands. She has he has an assistant that has no character. She's yeah. just there just to be there because she was there just for the film. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um, so Professor Ido, uh, Ido, whatever. Um, <coughs> Sorry, Christoph, I pulled an avatar. <laughs> Christoph Waltz, an avatar. Oh, Christoph oh, Waltz is walking this junkyard, uh, finding parts for his his clinic. He's like a and cyber. He, he finds this intact head uh, with a with a very human brain inside, like chest and yeah, chest pieces, and, like, upper body. It was yeah, yeah. it was intact, and he was amazed by it, and so he takes it home and puts it with the body. But we find out later, his dead daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was made for his dead daughter, and you know that was cool. I thought it was sweet. Yeah, <laughs> you look like you have a problem with that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the movie is kind of a non-issue for me, so I'm kind of struggling here because it's 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 really just fine for me. Like I don't have any ill will towards it. I do think the animation is, while good, I do have some issues with the Uncanny Valley at, at, at times. I think that they they went a little too I, far in places. I mean, I don't think we need to travel through this movie beat by beat. Um, but uh, I'll tell you. There is nothing about when I saw this movie that made me feel that she needed to be entirely CGI yeah. yes. in the head. Yeah. Again, I didn't need yeah. it. I didn't need it. They didn't need to do the eyes. I will say, like, uh, it's unfortunate because this movie is real expensive. And I, it's not, it's I, not just the eyes. It's her whole head. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, this movie could have uh, halved its budget. This movie could have been way cheaper. Uh, and it could have probably would have been a little more successful. Yeah. yeah. It, she so absolutely did not need to be fully CGI. I think this yeah. film suffers from a bit of an identity issue also. The Robert Rodriguez action sequence was all look really cool, are super brutal, and if this film wasn't... and was, if, the, if, if what was coming out of them wasn't blue, this movie <laughs> would have been rated R. It was good violence. Um, and then it's like James Cameron fun family friendly. I'm like, wait, where'd you find the disconnect? Well, I mean... It worked for me. To it be fair, it didn't totally it, Robert Rodriguez makes like PG movies and then rated R movies. So this is like him being in the middle, like a Sam Raimi, like making like a horror comedy. Like yeah. it's, it's family friendly action. That's fair. I yeah. mean, I'm I, I'm not willing to. And to, trust me, none of this is going to be me like attacking her. Or anything. Look, like, I, I'm I not don't care crazy. About this, I, don't, I don't care about yeah, this. Movie I like enough. it a lot. I'm not super crazy, but like I do want to defend the things that I think are risky and work. Not all of it works. Like, uh, like uh, Sparks, I agree that they didn't have to uh, um, CGI Rosa. What, what's that? Rosa, Rosa Salazar. Salazar. Rosa, yeah. Salazar. Rosa Salazar. Her whole face. 
But as I got into the movie, I was like, she does look like an anime character brought to life. So it didn't. I mean, I agree they didn't have to do it, but I wasn't completely bothered by it. I mean, I could tell that was a CGI character, but at the same time, she's a robot. I did appreciate that later on in the film, we do see that it's just her species. Yeah, they all have big eyes. Yeah, I yeah. Did and that, appreciate that. That one that would have been neat. That's not. It's not thing in the manga. No, it's not. She's just an anime. She character. just looks like. People, yeah. Uh, it, it's my point being like it's, it's not that it bothered me that it was CGI. It's just unnecessary. It just was unnecessary in a film that's like trying to make back its budget. I'm like, you didn't need to. Hey, there was no it? reason to. What about the dog that shows up just to die? Well, that's I mean, oh. have a huge uh, issue with hey, that. That's, that's, that's straight. The, that's straight from the thing. And then no, no, no. No, here's the pro. Here's the problem with that. And I have the same problem in the OVA. I'm not gonna like. I'm, uh, this is a problem with the property. If this is the case, like and I. Personally, I hate dog deaths in movies. I don't. I don't do. You well know, with I'm it. not a fan. The idea that you introduce this dog, it disappears for the whole movie, shows up again just to get killed. No, thank you. No, thank you. You actually, you need to show. You need. There needs to be a reason for that death, and there is none because she has no connection to that dog. Except finally, she's just like, oh, I put blood on my face now. Well, hold on. Think about it. Like, aside from Ido, uh, that's the second being that she actually forms a connection with. And then followed up with Hugo. But why I wasn't mean, it in the movie for the it, rest of the time? I would agree with you, Pi, about it being a connection, except she didn't take that dog home. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But not a connection. Not a connection, but there was recognition when she saw it again going into the bar. Hey, you want to come into know? this bar and get killed? I mean, like, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, it, I, I, side, I side with Brandon on this one. While I like the moment because it comes from the series, I, I have to say, like... They, they, there was no reason not to have her they didn't, just have the dog as a they pet. They didn't prop up the dog mm. enough for it to warrant the death. No. What they, no, they, they could have done, actually, because like in the manga, that um, there's a scene, there's, there's supposed to be a baby there. Someone adopted a baby, and that baby is kind of like being held hostage by the, uh, the like, uh, God, I forget his name. Gruishka. Gruishka, thank you. Nice. <laughs> Check her Ola Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the fingers. Um, she like oh, has yeah. to struggle to fight him while also protecting this baby. I thought they were gonna do that with the dog, like Fast Eight or Fast Seven, eight. Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't care for that. I, think- I understand that they were. It felt very much like there are pieces of this that feel very much like. I don't know which one of them it is, Robert Rodriguez or James Cameron. Probably Robert Rodriguez is like, yeah, I like that OVA. I want to do this moment from the OVA. And, and the, the dog thing feels very much like, oh, we got to have that moment where she puts the dog's blood on her face. And yeah. to be fair, watching the two back to back, it does feel like you're watching the same thing. It does. Although yeah. I will say the live action movie expands on it a lot better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Hugo and Alita work a lot better in this film. I think they yeah. do work that's, better in this film, but true. I don't think they have chemistry either. I'll agree with that, but they work better. Yeah, <laughs> they did. The, yes, I but, think their relationship is better in the is better handled in the movie. Uh, yeah, it is better handled in the movie, but it 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 is kind of not meant to be like perfect. You know, it's not meant to be as you know chemistry driven as hate, like most relationships. I hated be- that character. No, I no, no. I, he means he means. I think Brandon means on an acting level, like they don't play off each other well. Uh, okay. I, I hated that character. Like the three times he dies, I was rooting. It was rooting for him not to come back each time. Mm-hmm. And like, especially the the bit where he's like, "Hey, hold on, I'm not. I I gotta do a thing first. Why did you have to go at that moment to tell your friend that you're quitting? Why couldn't you wait till the morning? I like, don't know. He was feeling. He felt the guilt. I don't know. No. No. It doesn't make sense for a story I will, standpoint. I will say I somewhat agree with you because I like in the OVA like how he dies. And I do agree that like they kind of took the the impact of the final death by he's turned into a cyborg. So yes. 
kind of like with like a Glenn situation on The Walking Dead, where people think he died, and then two episodes later he actually dies. Right. Like I, I kind of felt that, but I still, I still like the final, the final goodbye. Right. Also, because I just think like I think that OVA is like looks real nice, and it's cool that they're just going for it. Right. I, just, I, yeah. I do want to say one thing real quick. I just want to kind of gloss over it because I, I worry I'm going to get a lot of pushback from this. Oh no. Um, I don't think Rosa Salazar is good in this movie. I think she over emotes too much, and I don't quite buy it. I, I think know. that's a problem of the face. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think that that's part of my problem with it is that I'm like uh, a lot of I've read a lot of people saying like oh it's such a good thing that she has the big eyes and the big face because that She's helped conveyed naive. a lot of emotion yeah. out of her and I'm like I feel like she could have done it without the CGI eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like just trusting her to do it I could have seen plenty. Yeah. I don't think she does a bad job. I think the CGI doesn't help her performance. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. No, because they're because they're. I don't think she does a bad job throughout the whole movie, but there were times where she would like deliver a few lines. I'm like. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with Ben on this one. I mean, even a... uh, it was her and Hugo who would deliver lines. I'm just going. Uh. However, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Colley, and Mahershala Ali were like, "Oh no, they're good." Like I loved how Mahershala Ali would go from um, Vector and then switch <laughs> over to Nova. I really liked those parts. Those those were good. Those are good. Those Marshall were good. Is, he was I, really good at transitioning. He's yeah. really good in this movie. But when he was not, good, but I wish there was a little bit more contrast between them because Vector in the story, he's a little bit more sleazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that, but I think Mahershala yeah. wouldn't want to want to do that. I think he want to be like the role he is in this movie. He's good in it, but it's just kind of he's kind of wasted a little bit in this film. A little bit. He's, he did. Have, he did have expand, two moments. He's expanded uh, more than he is in that. In the OVA, in the OVA, we oh, watched. No, totally. Like he's, yeah. I I was glad that they did the vector stuff because I felt like it utilized the actor more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching him do the physical transitions and his death is really great. It is really great. Where it's like mm, that looks fatal. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. He's just like, oh, that looks fatal. I'm like, you're dying. Well, your puppet's dying, but okay. So so yeah, uh, I I like this movie a lot, and it's really not for the main characters. Like I I think she's fine. I think Hugo is like he's fine. Uh, like Christoph Waltz is pretty good and like the villains are okay but like really it's about the look and the world building and the action because some of the action in this movie is freaking awesome some of it is it's yeah. super action, cool someone gets cut in half yeah the action in this movie is yeah. great <laughs> yeah. I mean like a human gets cut yeah. in half oh yeah yeah uh, the guy from uh, Bumblebee <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight up gets sliced him. in half. Yeah. Like especially like the fingers. I wish he'd been thrown up in the air and cut upside down. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh yeah, uh, I, Jackie Earl Haley, what's his name? You, you know. Grishka. Grishka with his crazy finger weapon. Like yeah. that looked really good. That's what they call me in bed. Her <laughs> her fight scene uh down in the underground is really excellent. Yeah. That's a great oh, use yeah. of an F word when she shoves her fist into his right eyeball. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. F your mercy. And like all yeah. like the motorball stuff like looked really cool and I it really did. like I like that it became like a hit it's just like a, a team of hitmen trying to kill her on the sports team uh Christoph Waltz wielding a rocket axe that's the most anime thing I've like ever seen <laughs> I actually really like Christoph Waltz in this movie yeah, he's I, really yeah. good I think he's really good in this movie I think he gives it his all when he's trying to get Alita's attention yeah. in the in the in the arena he's like Alita Alita no yeah I, I thought that and that stuff is, he it, nails this part yeah it, he it's, does. it's something to mm-hmm. say in a movie full of crazy cyborgs and like, aliens like that a, a giant hammer rocket is like the craziest thing in the movie I also think Rosa Salazar's at her best playing with him yeah I, oh yeah, yeah exactly all of her scenes with him and mm-hmm. I think those are the most important scenes so the fact that those were nailed kind of sold me she's enough at, she's I explain what you said she's at her best with Chris with good actors she's at his at her worst with Hugo yes yeah. I I completely <laughs> agree that because even the um. Like when we were watching the OVA last night, 
I mean, yeah, but it's anime, so I can forgive it. Man, I have an even bigger problem with him in the anime, but yeah. Yeah, but still. But you know how, like, when he's dying, he's holding his, and he's like, no, I do love you, Alita, or Galley, and then he's about, he's like, goodbye, my love, and he falls and dies. Yeah. I believe <sighs> that. I know. Anime. But I believe that more in the OVA than I kind of did at the end of the movie. I oh, mean, I, yeah, I'm actually I mean, the they had more well, time to expand the, re- I believe the overall relationship, but that ending line, I don't know. It just did not sit that he well. He doesn't with say me. I love you in the live action movie, does he? No, he, he does. does. She, yes, no, he, he does. She says, doesn't she say it? He she says, says thank it. you for saving me. She says, I love you. Actually, he when, does. when he first dies. When yeah, he when he first dies. dies when, he first, when he first dies, yeah, but when he's falling, I'm talking about. He doesn't say it. He just says, thank you. He says, thank you for saving me. She says, I love you, and he just falls silently. Yeah. Right, which I liked that moment because he didn't yeah. say I love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm glad because that's what I was worried about. Like, like, are they just gonna stick with that character of him being a, like a bad dude? And like, I, so, I like, I like uh, the kinda? route they went. Something yeah. that bummed me yeah. out in the live action film is that Hugo doesn't hear. Like, they make it look like he would, but they don't go with it. Where he doesn't hear Ido saying. Uh, nobody can buy their way up to Zalem. It's not a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he so, didn't know that, and so everything terrible he's mm-hmm. done was for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that that wasn't part of the tragedy of him to him, that yeah. that wasn't shown, was a bummer. Yeah, and I did yeah. like Mahershala a little bit. Like, I keep all my promises. You go up to Zalem. Oh, yeah, she's just in jars. Can I, can I address something about, uh, like, Mahershala Ali as Vector yeah. had two scenes where he was pitch perfect in performance as Vector, and it's when he's talking to Hugo, you know, with, like, the, the whiskey, and he's like, hey, instead of, you know, uh, wasting your dreams and going up there to serve in heaven, why not stay down here? Because I can't give you that promise. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why, why live in, in, in like, the... the why why live at the bottom of the food chain up there when you can in, rule as a king yeah, down yeah, here? He's, king of hell. He straight up says, it's like, I don't want to serve in heaven, I want to rule hell. There you right. go. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, that's like I think, straight out of the manga. It yeah. was like perfect. I think Mahershala Ali and Christoph Waltz are both given really good material, and they do really good stuff <coughs> with it. I agree. Uh-huh. I think Jennifer Connelly is like fine. Yeah, she's, fine. She's she's serviceable. It's yeah. it's it's a factor of the fact. I'm pretty confident her character from the series doesn't really get a lot to do either. Yeah. Um. In fact, like the the most moment she has is the one where she turns on him and and says because I'm a doctor and a mother and I forgot that. That's pretty much her best moment in the film. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that was pretty okay. She's not given a lot, but I don't think there was a lot to be given to begin with. Yeah, yeah, no, like her character in the manga, like I, I I'll be honest, I completely forgot she existed. She is so inconsequential in the main story. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Z- Z- a friend of our podcast, Xander, he messaged me about it. He's like, I don't even know why she was there, and I'm like, isn't she like actually part of the story? And he's like, I don't remember her at all. And I'm like, well, we watched the OVA, and she's kind of there. So <laughs> I mean, she is kind of there. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, like, I literally had to like, look up the characters earlier this morning to be like, wait a minute, was she? Like, I was like, oh, she actually was a character. I forget. And I, I, I told Matt last night that, like, oh, wait, she was made up. No, I was wrong. That's how no impact she has What's in the main she- story. Shireen? Sharon? Sharon? Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Uh, I really liked Ed Screen. The, 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 who had the Damascus uh, Zipan. sword? Zipan. Zipan, yeah. 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 I really like his design. I like the designs his... of a lot of the cyborgs. Yeah. <laughs> I really love the look of the movie. I told Ryan the only cyborg body that really stood out and did not work for me was... Um, the, the knife lady. The knife, the like saber blade lady. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who I was luring in the trap. Like her head looked like it was planted on CGI body and the others yeah. looked a lot better and I was like, man, that one did not land. <laughs> yeah. I think Ed Screen looked really looked really good. I love his design. Uh, uh, yeah. the, the sword. The Damascus blade. Oh, that the was Dam- really cool. The, the blade. So, okay, Pi. Yes. We may not be able to answer this, but the stuff with the Erm and the sword. The Martians. 
that's all from later in the in the mangas and or didn't happen that okay i i haven't even touched on the mars thing i I've, I've only like passed the chapter where she only just mentioned that she thinks she's from mars yeah it is it is part of the series okay so they they introduced mm-hmm. that much earlier mm-hmm. yeah when that moon fight was happening i was like dang some people in the scene are gonna be real confused yeah. <laughs> you know, i i would really yeah. like you know what this is kind of my this kind of goes on to a bigger issue I think I have with the movie. This is the overall problem I have with it. But I would have kind of preferred the story of the of the fall. Sure. I Read think the, the manga. I think the story I think the story of the fall is interesting, but I also think the the whole the three hundred years thing, uh just again to touch on it briefly, is a little long to be so fresh in everybody's memories. Uh, like if it was a hundred years, hundred fifty even. Like think about how much we've forgotten of World War Two. I I get you, but like I can't fault the movie for it. No, no I mean I I wouldn't. I you know it's it wouldn't be the first time they've taken creative license. Uh, uh properly like this. I, I I think I think it's a little bit more believable that people have so much information about the fall that it would have been cl- uh, less than three hundred years. Like 150. I think the thing is that like the only person who really has a lot of information about the fall is Ido, and it makes sense if you think about the fact that he comes from Zalem. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Where I would imagine that they know more than even, anybody in Iron but City. But even the kids are like, yeah, it was the Martians. And I'm like, but... Oh, well, I feel like everybody kind of remembers when they went to war with Mars. Now, is it like a, a, peop- like a people colony on Mars that just got mad at Earth? I assume yeah, it's, it's like a much. riot, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like humanity colonized other planets, and then you know, that's the plot. Societies of... grow up separately. There's bound to be conflict. That's the plot of Call of Duty: Infinite Warfare, where uh, Jon Snow, what's the actor's name? Jon Snow, Kit Harrington. Uh, Kit Harrington. He is a he is like from the moon of Titan or on Titan, and he comes back to Earth to take it over with his mercenaries. That uh, sounds rad. It's so cool. Think think of it in the sense that I'm pretty confident what I'm aware of the series is that uh, Zalem is a lot of propaganda about Mars being the bad guys, but mm-hmm. really they were trying to stop corruption that was happening on Zalem, which Nova's part of. Can we talk about Nova? Sure, let's talk about Nova. Edward oh, Norton's in this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you know what immediately I thought of? Sure he was. Uh, Jumper. The movie Jumper with oh, Hayden that's Christensen. that's a great... That, yeah. Because the very end of the movie has <clears throat> Diane Lane as his mom... Like, so like, hey, and Kristen Stewart as a sister. Yeah, and like, hey, yeah. we're here for the sequel bait. Are you ready? And then that movie bombed. Yeah. Boy, do I hate sequel bait. Yeah. So it, I, my whole thing was, if they, if he had not taken off the glasses, and we hadn't seen his face because I didn't know it was Edward Norton until that moment. Yeah, me too. I would have been fine with it. Like Nova was in it. Fine. Yeah. I was like, I'm okay if I don't get a sequel. There's still a guy up there. I get the he's idea. Like, he's I'm the Thanos, cool with it. basically. Yeah. Thanos it's because, is a actor yeah. in, it's in, because in he Avengers. took them off, and I found out it was Edward Norton in the movie. If I'd gone home and looked it up and found out, that would have been fine. But because the movie was telling me, by the way, this is Edward Norton, I was like, oh, man. You're not going to get a sequel, though. Why, why, why do I need quite this? Literally, the he second... takes off the glasses, and he says, quite literally, he takes off the glasses, and he goes, we'll see you in the sequel. No, he yeah. says, I'm Edward Norton. <laughs> the second he took off Surprise. his glasses. Surprise! It was an illusion all along. That, like, the second yeah. Alita walks uh, out onto the motorball stage wearing her new armor and she points his sword up and Edward Norton takes off his glasses. The second he takes off his glasses in there, that's sequel bait. Yeah. I don't like it. I hope. I mean, if this movie does a sequel, good for them. That's my biggest but, problem with the film. Uh, See, if the film, if the film does get a sequel, a lot of my issues with this movie will be subsided because... This is kind of like Warcraft. 
Like I felt like Warcraft was a prequel to a movie that they wanted to make. I feel like much in the same way this is like we have to make this one so we can make the next one. And I feel like I don't care about the story. I would rather see the next one you do. I, I understand what you're saying. The argument about this story in comparison like coming from the manga is like do you make a Dragon Ball live action film or a Dragon Ball Z live action film and skip Dragon Ball? Well, that turned out really well. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's where are you getting your wide audience in? Because like yeah. to be fair, there are a lot of people like in, if you don't give some sum up of Dragon Ball at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z, they're gonna be like, what the? F-? Right. But but even th- but even then, like you could still make this film not be sequel bait and still tease elements of going into no, another. No, I get one. you. And that that's the that's the thing is like this film blatantly has has someone. It's the it's the end of Independence Day Resurgence uh, yeah. or whatever it's called when Brad Spiner <laughs> looks at the camera and says. We're going to space. Yeah, it's, I, there's a fi- it's, it, there's a fine line that are that these new crop of movies that are like that that want to make sequels. It's like what makes the Avengers movies good. Like they know how to ride that line for setting up the next movie. This one just goes overboard. And the I mummy, do. The Mummy has the similar yeah. problem. We'll see you in the sequel. Yeah, a lot of movies yeah. do that now. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I went to Brendan Fraser no. Mummy, and I'm like, what did that movie do? Tom Cruise is the Mummy. <laughs> I'm with you now. I'm, w- I'm with you now. Um, I, I I've agree. got sand powers. <laughs> I agree. I don't think the movie would have bothered anybody as long as Edward Norton hadn't been revealed. Mm. I don't think it's too much sequel setup. I think it's just world building. Like I don't as- mind. Like I'm saying, if I didn't know that was Edward Norton, I don't mind knowing that Nova's up there and that's like yeah. the next thing she would deal with. I'm okay with the movie just stopping there. Like, hey, one day she's going up there. She's gonna get him. If the if there's no sequel, I'd be like, that's fine. I get where it's going. The story was about her finding out who she was and what what she was facing. Right, but the, but putting that and the, the story becomes, the story of the movie then becomes, the, sto- the, the movie is now about getting to the sequel. And that's, that's kind of my, that's kind of my initial issues that I had with Dead, Man, Dead Man's Chest, was I, yeah. that it's a two and a half hours, it's a two and a half hour trailer for At World's End. I, I, Catching I, Fire Part I, 1. I, I'm, yeah. I'm only saying, I just don't feel that the Our whole movie is day. that. I only feel that that one moment at the end yeah. is what makes me feel that. Otherwise, uh, I yeah. think the whole movie is a fine story by itself because it's the tragedy of, of her yeah. and Hugo. Darth which, I the do think, which I do think could have been up. done better if Hugo had realized. Yeah, that That's the story for me, is the tragedy about her connection with Hugo and what happens with him. Sure, yeah. And he should have realized that all he, all the bad things he did was for nothing. And yeah. I, I, I probably would have felt a little bit better about it as well if, if the film then kept crescendoing to an ending and then pulling back and doing another ending. It like, like for me, there, was, comes, there came a point when, 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 when Christoph Waltz was like, Alita, Hugo's trying to make it dissolve. And I'm like, wait, are we not done? I yeah. could have sworn this was, this was the end. I will say it's, this it's, movie it's, felt a little longer than I expected. I will say that. Yeah. It, I, I don't think it's paced very well. Yeah. It's interesting that you would feel, I'm not saying it's invalid to feel that way. It's interesting you would feel that way having watched the OVA, knowing that that moment was probably going to come yeah. with Hugo falling off the thing and you still felt like, why are I they still they going to that? Second one. I didn't. I thought if they were going to do put Hugo in this movie, they were going to kill him in this movie too. Mm. Because <clears> there's <throat> just no, that's that's the story. Like if you're that's not going to Zalem, for, yeah. then you're doing the story where Hugo yeah. dies. Yeah. 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 It's just, it just kept. Or, or well in the manga, what they could have done instead of like going to Zalem is uh, do the story where the story arc of Zapan. Because mm. he winds up being a big bad way later on, but ultimately has a good bookend to a story arc where um, Alita almost practically dies, mm-hmm. essentially. Well, yeah. The the other the other thing is after then after Hugo dies for the second time, you know then then it's like fade two. We're back at the battle arena. I'm like, are you kidding me? Can we? We just had an ending. Now we're getting the then we're getting Hugo the Hugo dies ending? the second time. 
Well, well because like because he, he gets stabbed and then gets turned into he gets his head cut off and returned to a cyborg. Right. Yeah. I, I, I know he, he doesn't die at that moment. He doesn't actually un, un, die. Un, air quotes. He dies the second time. So he dies when and when Azazel kills him. What's his name? Azazel. <laughs> Zapan. Zapan yeah, kills yeah. him. Uh, you know. Cu- you know. Stabs him. He stabs him. him and yeah. The head gets cut off, and then he's a cyborg, and then he dies. You just got thing. screamed. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the two time two deaths of Hugo. I see. Uh, I I do somewhat agree that like. Again, like if he didn't go through that trauma, his final death would have more impact. Yeah. But he already went through so much shit, and then he dies. And I'm like, but you guys just traumatized him just to kill him? Again, that's that's why I feel like that moment where he's sleeping there uh, when he's been turned into a cyborg, and he's supposed to overhear Ido saying, "Yeah, that that there was no way to get there anyway." Mm-hmm. Right. There. That's that's the moment that that's why he should still be alive to hear that. Yeah. That's yeah. why I wish they expanded on it. I mean, what? they do the same thing they do. They do the same thing with the dog. They just save him <gasps> just to kill him. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about the best part of the movie though. The dude what? has hellhounds. The hellhounds. Yes, oh. I love him. Oh, <laughs> what's his name? Pi- the what's his whole name? the whole uh, hunter warrior bar fight scene is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, so great. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Hellhounds. The whole time, what's, what's, what's the hellhound's name? Pi. Uh, McTeague. 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 What no, a cool guy. That whole, like, the scene where Lolita jumps up and she kicks those two beer bottles into those guys' faces. I'm like, this is an anime fight that I'm cool, loving every yeah, second I was, of it. I was 100% down with that scene. I like Christoph Waltz coming in and being like, no free repair. Yeah, we're coming in with yeah. his rocket axe. He's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they all stop fighting. They're like, oh, shh, nope. This this got a lot of great visual stuff going yeah, man. for it. Oh, uh, Zapan's face getting cut. Love that moment. Real cool. That yeah. was really sweet. My face. <laughs> yeah. Even the second um, going to the end of the movie, where like Alita's staring at the mirror at the very end, where she's staring at the mirror, she's crying, and the tear goes down, and she cuts her tear in half with her own sword. I'm just kind of going super anime. Anime. Yeah. Don't yeah. care. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's points, an anime. points for commitment. Yeah. On yeah. Their points part, for commitment. But cool points. Anim- what about it gets how, anime coolness for what me? What about how stupid it was that she gives him her heart? Her heart, like literally, oh, like yeah. well, sell I, see, sell my heart. I like that because she's so naive; she doesn't realize pulling her own heart out is a weird thing. That's yeah. why at the at the after she's like, "Wow, that was a little intense, right?" I pulled my actual heart out for you. <laughs> yeah, like Which, I I get it, but if, I totally bought it. If those two <laughs> actors played together better, I think you would have liked that moment Probably. more. Yeah. And and I do like the the message behind it, which is her naivety. Yeah, and mm-hmm. him being like, "Look, you can't you can't just do you that. can't just assume that <laughs> yeah. everybody's good because." He knows he's a bad person. Yeah, my criticism and he's still like, stands because that moment that. isn't played very well. Yeah, I I get it. Yeah. I I I won't I won't argue that it could have been pl- done better. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, mean, I do like I, the I idea would, of the moment. Think about like how you felt like the first time you had a crush or the first time you fell in love. It's you want to do things and you tend to go overboard and yeah. it doesn't always end well. I, like she, it's a school girl, school girl crush that she has, and I feel like she, it was like played really well. I, I see. I, I, I don't disagree. I just don't think that moment is. Well I think part of that is just done. you, not liking. Not that I'm criticizing you for it, but not liking the actors who are playing the moment. Yeah, I think that, and I think that's valid. Yeah. I do. I don't think. I think Rosa Salazar actually does a pretty good job throughout this film. I wish I could see more of what she's doing and not what the CGI face is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I do think she's doing a, a pretty good job. I agree with you. I don't think her and this guy playing Hugo work very well. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think this guy playing Hugo leaves much of an impression at all. I wish they'd worked things better with him. I forget he's in the movie until he shows back up. Yeah. He has played a little bland, per- performed, written, both, all of it. I think, honestly, most... <laughs> the whole thing. I think he's almost as milk toast as Kyrie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Kyrie? Kingdom Hearts. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. She's a princess. Uh, was... Uh, I think honestly, <laughs> the script—it's like it's not 
it's not super great. Well, James Cameron had a hand in writing it. So well, James know. Cameron wrote this, wrote this script 20, for 20 years, years ago. Yeah, uh. it feels like it. Uh, it feels like this movie came out 20 yeah. years ago. Like, there are some, all, all the things that are strong about the script come right out of the book. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, again, everything, like, where I'm normally more, like, combative with some of the things, like, I totally agree with everything you're saying. It's just, like, with big, stupid movies like a Valerian, like, I let things slide a lot more. I do think this, yeah. I do think that this film overall works i think it's a it's a good story i do think it's a pretty faithful adaptation of its source material. very much whether it's it is. it's not done perfectly it certainly could be executed better in a lot of ways especially with mm. hugo's character but it, it's but it's gone. very very faithful to its source material and i think it's visually a very engaging film can i use that as your final thoughts uh sure but i also have a message from xander oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get that towards the end uh, okay, Can pie, I say something? Pie, final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, it, yeah, no, it was a movie, like, it felt like it was made by fans for the fans mostly, and I very much appreciated how much they were able to kind of, like, cram into one movie. Was it sloppy in some parts? Undoubtedly, yes. But think of it like taking all the cool pieces of a thousand-piece puzzle and, like, forcing them together. It looks cool, but kind of a mess. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Ryan, final thoughts? Um, I think this movie's pretty fun. Um, I think a lot of it is is kind of g- not mediocre. Just like it's it's all fine, but I think the visual style and the the world building and a lot of the a lot of the uh, like Christoph Waltz is really good in it. And if you like him, you should see it for him. Also, if you like really crazy anime fights, like you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Ben, final thoughts? No, I'm actually really glad I saw the OVA before I went and saw the Same. movie. Because as I'm watching the movie, it's like, oh, hey, that stuff was from the OVA, but then this movie did parts that better than the OVA did. Like, um, it. I mean, yeah, I don't like them together, but at the same time, I like that they built more on Alita and Hugo's relationship more than just Alita just showing up out of nowhere saying, I love you, but, you know, anime. Um, I like how they give more backstory to a bit of, like, why Zalem is this holy city above ground and what happened. And there's, like, a little backstory on the war. It looks better in the movie than it does in the OVA. It looks a lot better in the movie. And also there's more backstory to, to what Alita is. Like, hey, there is a war and she was in it. Like, she was murdering fools on the moon and she was supposed to destroy Zalem and uh-huh. destroy Nova. And Oh, Michelle oh, Rodriguez my, is in this Oh, yeah, movie. I was going to say, did you oh, catch yeah. Michelle Rodriguez? What? She's the she's the person training her in her flashbacks. Holy shit! Yeah, that's Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, she's the other. Oh, she's, wow. She and Edward Norton uncredited cameos. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Sparks yeah. and I looked at each other at like the exact same time. I was like, "Hey, is that Michelle Rodriguez?" Yeah, yeah. Because there's I, like one line where it's like, "That's definitely." I had a feeling yeah. it was, but I was like, "I'm gonna talk to these guys." I'm she has one line. It's definitely her voice. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, by the oh. way, we did technically get an Alita movie like years ago in the form of Elysium. I, I, that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah movie, this was movie. better than that. It, uh, it is better than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, it's this fine. was better. But, but can I say one more thing? Please. Yeah. P- people should go see this movie. Like, even if it's not like perfect, it should be seen and get. It should get its money back. It's bold. It, yeah. It's a. It's a bold, crazy sci-fi movie. Whereas, because um, if more, more producers see money coming into these things, the more they'll allow creators like this to I like mean, they're bound to make a good one eventually make yeah. the things we want like, good. To, to finish I mean, off like a, to finish like off my good final, one yeah, like yeah. proper sure. like one. sure an avengers go yeah. ahead ben yeah to finish off my final thoughts you go to this movie for the action and the visuals and for the performances by mahershal ali and christoph waltz you are gonna get some corny love scenes in there you're gonna get some like that that in like on that lane like hey i'll give you my heart literally like uh no Put that back in there, but you're all gonna get some great anime fight scenes that are that are just that. Also, are robot dogs. 
What's up? Robot dogs uh, and robot we, dogs. We we forgot to we forgot to uh, rate it, but real quickly, what what did Xander send so, us? So so friend of the podcast, Xander said Alita was pretty cool. Uh, reread the manga chapters and covers before watching. Not happy with all the choices, but all in all, it's pretty solid. Uh, the the really important one he sent me was uh, I like the movie, but the thing is the overarching message of the manga is that regardless of how much flesh we have, it's us who decide if we are human or not. Also, it's less dark than the manga, but that's a greater reach appeal thing. Like the manga is really dark, and the focus on the brain is also huge in that respect. Long as it's intact, a cyborg is fine and can be brought back, and that was kind of glanced over a bit here. Yeah. Um, so that 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 idea, I can kind of agree with, like that that being the theme of the manga, kind of being lost in this film. I, yeah. I I can agree with that, but I still think this is a good step forward for anime adapta- anime adaptation films, comparing our the last outing of Ghost in the Shell. Right. Yeah. Well, so what <laughs> yeah. would you? What would you... Yeah, I was gonna say better than Ghost in the Shell in the sense that it focused or like it it knew the message of one of the characters, and that being like. Your past is not what defines you. Your body is not what defines you. It's what you choose to do with your life and the tools that's given to you. I like sure. All right, let's, so let's let's get out of here. So, what would you rate it, um, Sparks? I'd rate it a solid seven. Interesting, uh, Ryan. Yeah, I give it seven point five. Yeah, seven. Uh, Pi, what would you rate it? Uh, seven point five. Yeah, I um, I give my th- final thoughts, but I pretty much agree. Like, like you know, it's fine. It's certainly not the best. We still haven't reached the like the level of great anime adaptations that's going to like see change everyone's going to make tons of them like we like the more like, if edge of tomorrow made money it could have like edge of tomorrow could have this been. is this is definitely a step in the right direction yeah yeah uh, we're not quite there yet but it's certainly we're getting there um i would give it what did i give fantastic beasts and crimes of grindelwald does anyone remember <sighs> you, low. low okay so i'm remember. good if i give this film like a 6.57 yeah yeah okay good because yeah. i don't want to give it the same rating. <laughs> oh no, yeah yeah no um, this yeah. is not a grindelwald so i'll say like 6.57 yeah. probably cons- it's worth seven. seeing yeah. it's a fun sci-fi film that we haven't seen something like this in a while yeah, yeah. alright then that'll do it Pi thank you so much for joining us thanks Pi yeah a, thank you for having me on it was a lot of fun having someone who's actually familiar familiar with anime yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> alright we'll, uh, we'll get into our book club and Pi unfortunately will not be on for that one so. bye Pi alright you guys have fun welcome to the fake nerd comic shop yeah hi um do you have any books can you be more specific um anything readable all right brandon so this is your book club (laughs) 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 sorry i just wanted to jump on you jump on (laughs) how you doing sparks is your book club go ahead it is my book club it's jocko the galactic patrolman by akira toriyama it is a Dragon Ball book. We're still Although on Dragon Ball. totally know Doing that. Dragon Ball. Yeah. So much Dragon uh, Ball. This was Toriyama's very last manga that he wrote and drew himself. Uh, this was his kind of farewell to drawing manga. Um, and I think it's really cool. Why does Toriyama have such an obsession with people announcing who they are with dancing? Because um, it's fun. Man, you know, Don't ruin let him fun. be. Let him have fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was watching Jocko's like, I'm a galactic patrolman. I'm like... Really? Every every chapter's uh, I'm the super elite. Every chapter's uh, beginning they're, like they're in between title pages, everybody doing his pose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so this is all about uh, Galactic Patrolman Jocko, who now, comes. If you've seen Resurrection F and wondered who the hell is this guy, right? Or any of Super where he shows up. This is the uh, origin story for him. Uh, it has not ever been adapted into an animation form. Um, Jocko uh, is supposed to be going to Earth to stop a dangerous alien that could wipe out the planet. Um, And on the way, he's too busy watching something on his view screen, so he bumps into the moon and crashes onto the planet. (laughs) He bumps into the moon. (laughs) (laughs) 
and he crashes onto an island where this uh, scientist Omari Omari lives and uh, he's like an inventor guy yeah he's he's an inventor dude who was working on a time machine uh, for the government and that went wrong and he lost his wife and his wife's graves there so he's very sad yeah he's living there by himself and he doesn't really care for human beings yeah he just wants to see his wife again it's real sad semi-stranded on the island because there's a super big monster mega shark (laughs) that's circling the island (laughs) it's nocturnal it's nocturnal it's a nocturnal yeah uh, but he still also, doesn't. Also, there's a sea monster that only likes your left butt cheek. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, he's there illegally. Right? Yes. Uh, well, uh, he doesn't have the right he's to not, land. No, he's not. Yes. He stayed on the island, but the government didn't care until the government did. And now they're here to take his land back. Because they want to build a resort. Yes. Right. Uh, so the government are threatening to take it. Anyway, uh, Jocko is uh, wi- visits Omari, and he Omari's like, "Oh my head. gosh, you're." <laughs> we don't get there till later. <laughs> I'm so, I just I just turned to that. <laughs> yeah, I want, because I'm looking for the. Um, okay, here it is. Um, uh, wait, hold on. You got uh, it. Wait, find the panel. Oh my gosh. Nope. Anyway, uh, so Omari is trying to help Jocko repair oh, his ship. Uh, what you're swimming? Be careful of the. Um, umibozo, um, umibozu, sea monster. It'll try to lick your butt, your buttocks. Yes, mm. it's a monster that just lives in the sea. Buttocks. Yes, it'll lick your butt. Yeah. So you need to fix Jocko's ship, but it costs all uh, the money. It, it will cost a lot to get the resources that Sky they need for gold. it. From what Omari understands, yeah. Sky, yeah. Gold. Sky Gold. Um, he needs like nineteen million dollars. And they go into the city, and uh, they. Uh, try to keep Jocko on low profile but he winds up like helping a girl who's about to be assaulted by a bunch of dudes yeah, and then, then he the accidentally thinks... attacks the police yeah. and they call him mask man because his face looks weird and they think he's wearing a mask and they do a like great it. sketch that yeah. he hates that he hates a fantastic sketch, sketch that yep. he hates uh, and he, he saves a girl named tights who comes with them to the island and uh, later on we find out that tights is Bulma's older sister has Bulma's older sister ever shown up in any Dragon Ball she is in Dragon Ball Super, Super. she is in Super yes that's it that's good. I'm glad they. I'm glad they did that. It feels like, man, Toriyama tends to just kind of throw things in there and be like, "Oh, you don't know who this is? So what?" Right. So, uh, uh, it was never stated that this was a Dragon Ball prequel until it got to the very end, and Tights reveals that she is Tights Briefs, the daughter of Doctor Briefs. They and pulled a older they pulled a split on us. Well, they kind of did. Yeah. Like the end of the. M- oh, this puppy's going crazy. <laughs> the end of the book. Um, he was there to to fight the Saiyans. Like he yeah. was there to stop Goku from arriving. Uh-huh. Right. Um, that was like the whole. That was like the whole deal. Yeah. Correct. Do you want to pause him? Uh, no, we're fine. Okay. Sorry, the puppy's going a little mad. Yeah. So, so if Jocko would have done his job, we wouldn't have had Dragon Ball. That's right. Uh, so Jocko so 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 sucks. Jocko would have eliminated <laughs> Goku, except for the fact that he was looking out for the ship, and then he Tights asked how he peed, and he mm. shot. His <laughs> pee Urine. right out of the two sides of his head, and it landed on tight. So she shoved him into the ocean, the and while he landed in the ocean, is when Goku's ship came landing onto Earth. Yep, and he just decides, well, it never happened. So also, doesn't yep. wasn't Jocko? Doesn't he also have like a device that will destroy everyone? Yes, he the has pl- a little Jesus extermination Christ, device that will wipe out all human beings and no other life. He's so like, everything else will be fine. Isn't his thing like, yeah, I've got to like evaluate your plant and see if you deserve to live? And, or something? and Omari's like, are you going to set that thing off by accident? And he's like, no, nah, that only happened like once. And we're like, excuse me? <laughs> My boss and, was very angry at me. It doesn't work in, on Saiyans either. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so when they go to the city and like everybody's being rude and everything, Omari's very stressed that anything is going to set 
Jocko off and he's just going to set off the extinction bomb. <laughs> and he straight up tells him, he's like, hey, so if you set that extinction bomb off, then you're going to kill me. I'm not going to be able to fix your ship. And he's like, oh, yeah. I, I think I'll wait till right. after you're done then. Right. I, all in all, I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, it's a funny little book. It's quirky. Uh, and it works independently of Dragon Ball, which I think it is, does. is nice. Yeah. It does. I really like when we get to the very end of the book, especially when um, Tice rev- like the whole scene where Tice is like, oh, hey, I have to go to that spaceship launch for that idol. And they're like, wait, you're the island? Like, no, I'm her body double. They're not going to risk <laughs> yeah. her. Because yeah, apparently yeah, the- this rocket has failed multiple times. There's a plot line where, where they, they can't make a spaceship. It keeps failing. And the and w- Tice is a double for a pop star idol Azumi. who is Azumi who is supposed to go up in this spaceship and do a number in the yeah, in over space. Yeah, the Earth twice and then come back. And and like Omari knows that rocket's a piece of junk. Yeah. Somehow. And he hates people. And then of course like the whole and Tights even straight up says like yeah cuz if cuz Tights wants her whole thing is she wants to be a spa- uh, sci-fi novelist. Right. Mm. And she wants to go up into space. And she becomes one very she successfully. She does, which is awesome. With the help from Jocko and who then Jocko gets some a other girlfriend sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is you see they straight up, they're like but wait, that thing's a piece of junk. You're probably going to die. He's like, "Yeah, probably." Yeah. But if I don't, then sweet, I get to go to space. And, right. But they're like but Oh, they're gonna probably make up some random story to make to boost her popularity. So it was a ploy from the beginning, like, oh right. yeah, this this girl's gonna die anyways, yeah. but it's gonna boost our pop idol's popularity super high. So then, sweet, right? There's also those government official guys who are always just chasing Jocko around. Yes, and so oh. they they were going to capture them, but uh, they find out that Jocko and Omari saved the rocket ship. Yep, and the people on it. And so they. they love them. The, ro- the government guy's like, hey, can I come visit your island and I'll just keep everything hush-hush and the government won't bother you. Besides, I don't think that they should have access to time machines or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So There's a bit where he where Jocko beats them all up and he goes, did he just beat us up in one panel? Oh, yeah, that was right. great. That's yeah. so good. Break that fourth wall. I love it. So Omari winds up going to work with Dr. Briefs and so and then Bulma's there. we see five-year-old Bulma show up and she's like, hey, yeah, this ship could just run on copper. Yeah. <laughs> also, I fixed it. Because she's like super duper smart oh, at five. Oh, yeah, also, they, I fixed it. And yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's trying to radio for help and then he breaks his antenna and no one thought to look into the wreckage. Yeah. And then Bulma's just like, oh, yeah, I got it. I'm you know, five. I'm you know, of all the things that, that Toriyama... Like as Dragon Ball goes on, a lot of characters fall by the wayside, and, and characters stop being as important as they were, uh, such as Yamcha, uh, Yamcha, Chaozu, uh, Yajirobe. I was just thinking like Corin, Car- characters just stop showing up or or just stop being as important. Uh, Bulma has never lost being the smartest person in the franchise. No, and I always kind of appreciated that. Like throughout. This franchise, she's just always been the smartest, right? Yeah. And like this, never, never fallen by the wayside. Yeah. I just love when Jocko go walks up to Bull, to five year old Bulma. It's like, hey, what do you got there? Laser gun? Why? Oh, I bet it shoots a little cute little laser. Yeah. Boom. Boom. It's like yeah. super. And he's like, you want to join the intergalactic defense force? Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, eh, maybe, maybe someday. Uh, so this also would imply that Omari's rough time machine designs are part of how Bulma is able Capital. to build a time machine in yeah. the future. Yeah, that's what I thought uh-huh. too. Um, and then it does jump ahead to much later where Balma is visiting them at the island. And, and right before she sets off on her quest to find the Dragon Balls at the beginning of Dragon Ball and meets Goku. Yep. Yeah, and actually that was it was an interesting flashback for me because I was I was watching this bit. I was I was reading this bit and I was like, Man, it must remember when Dragon when it was like magic? Right. That was this this franchise was about magic. And like Dragon Ball, the 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 mystical orbs that was the whole point of finding this thing and now they just like yeah 
I, I also like that Toriyama writes a bit where Jocko's explaining how Saiyans work when he reveals that it's a Saiyan from Planet Vegeta that was yeah. coming to oh, Earth. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, so they're like real young but strong for a while, and then all of a sudden they have a growth spurt and they get a, turn into adults. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, that's why just, Goku makes, just shoots up like so a tree. Makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, this was, this was good. Also, there's a, this book has a... At the end, there's Dragon Ball Minus, which is the... Uh, the part of the story involving Bardock sending Kakarot to Earth, which is uh, readapted into Superman. the Broly film and yeah. written better there too. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was real interesting. <clears throat> when was yeah. this written? Like, like 2015? Uh, earlier than that. Earlier than um, that? Okay. I'd have to look up exactly when. Um, I will look it up. Okay. I'll look it up right now. Uh, yeah, this was well, this was this was a lot of fun. This is you know. I'm going through a huge Dragon Ball kick right yeah. now, as I've said. Uh, so reading more more of the manga was real interesting and a lot. And um, yeah, Jacko's gonna show cool way cool way for a guy who's written a lot of manga to go out. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, really quirky, really interesting. What uh, were you gonna say? Uh, I think like y- you've seen some Jacko stuff in Super, right? Well, in Resurrect, he shows up in Resurrection. Yeah, F, yeah, yeah. And that's the only thing. That's uh, the furthest oh, that's point of Super I've been. Si- that's this right. was serialized July to October 2013. 2013. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Not so that he, long ago. So Jocko shows up in Resurrection F, and I remember Ben and I went to see it, and I started uh-huh. to go, "Who the hell is Who's this that guy?" guy? Did I forget a character? That's the Green Lantern. Pretty sure that this is not yeah. a character I've ever met. Uh, Maybe he can meet Chile and Lima. But that was even before they did. Uh, uh, that was even before like Super was an idea. Two, Resurrection two years yeah. later in 2015, Jocko would appear in the anime film Dragon Ball Resurrection. There you go, two yeah. years. Very and nice. then three years later, Super? Uh, no, it was only about a year later that they started Super. Oh, interesting. Because Super ended. Uh, <coughs> Super uh, came out real fast after yeah. Resurrection F. Right. Um, he became a recurring character in Dragon Ball Super, and Tights also makes an appearance there. That's cool. Yeah, oh, it explains yeah. how he kn- how, how, how he knows, knows Bulma, Jocko, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, that was interesting. This yeah, was a fun it was read. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. More Dragon Ball, please. All right. So next week, Ben, is your book club? What ben- Dragon Ball? <laughs> thing you have for yeah, if, I, if I was to do anything manga related, there's only there's one manga I know I've been wanting to have you guys read for a while, but I'm pretty sure you're, I don't know if you're gonna be able to find it. I don't want to put you guys on that goose chase, so I'll let you know when I pick it. Okay, cool. Any more you want to add about about Jocko, the Galactic Patrolman? Jocko, uh, nah, it was good. I, I like. He's it. a super elite. He's always got a pose. He Except he's that. not. No, he's not. He's the not. Galactic he's King and everybody else thinks he's a joke. No, but if you keep saying it, it's true. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's yeah. a bumbling idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mask man. All right, then that'll do it, I Hell guess. Hell yeah. That'll do it for our, our, our another episode. Or another whatever. Another care. one. Here we go. Here's the end of the episode. Um, this uh, this week, we will have our first MCU special. Oh, my bum, God. Bum, bum. Uh, we're going to be going through all the Marvel films uh, leading up to Endgame and releasing specials. About five each, I think, is the plan Four? Four or five? I think there are four. On the next one? So there's five in this one. There's five in this one. Oh, I'm sorry. I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah, there are five in this one. So there are f- there are five films in this one. We go up from Iron Man uh, to Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, and we may be talking in a different order. We'll, we'll, we, we oh. will give that a little sizzle for for you guys. But feel free to watch along with us uh, if, you, if you like, so... Hell yeah, any excuse to watch more Marvel movies. Yeah, and yeah. let us know what y- your, your thoughts on these films are as well. Uh, also this week on Wednesday, there's a new episode of Miscellaneous. <gasps> it's Brandon's report. My report, and it's about Thanos. I mean Thanatos. <laughs> I love toast. <laughs> uh, the Greek god of death. Um, next week is a review of How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Oh my god, that's next week? Yep. Yep. I'm oh, very excited for that. Oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, we're getting close. And the Oscars. And the Oscars. But that's we're not next talking week? about them. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. It's already February 17th. Holy shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> Where'd January go? As I said before, up top, we do have a Patreon and we do have some merchandise. So check those out in the links in the description below. Um, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, I lost my train of thought. But I appreciate you. <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. Uh, without Jeremy you guys, there's, there is no show. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci, who does our, our um, theme music and... <sighs> intro stuff thank you uh, you can find him at Jeremy Villucci keyboards I've been doing this for 138 episodes what's wrong with me mm-hmm. you're doing great buddy uh, <laughs> thanks for the support it is a podcast called Suburban Proctologist you can find that on iTunes facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist official Instagram at Subproc Podcast thank you to Mike Patola who does our logo his logos are, can be purchased as uh, as various merchandise um, on uh, Public. I think that's where that is I did it I should know real quick Somebody saw Christian Bale seeing the Lego 2 movie. Lego movie 2. Nice. Good for him. That's so, that's so weird. By alone? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. That's <laughs> he has weird, kids, that's weird. right? Probably. I think he has kids. Um, Mike he has Mat- kids. So Mike Matola, thank you for, very much for our logo. You can find him at Mike Matola. Uh, Fake Nerd Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's where you can find us. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter. Right, right. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Sorry, Sparks Witty. S P K I R Z Witty. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, maybe if you have a Twitch, cha- uh, if you like Twitch, go to Fake Nerds Play. Maybe this week I might be doing stuff on it. Oh, okay. M- maybe. maybe, maybe. If I if if if, uh, if I can get it working and stuff. Maybe, baby. Little yeah. sizzle. Until next week. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys. Stay fake nerds. Stay fake nerds.